You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. For your Fox News commentary, David Marcus, what's on your mind? There is no more quintessential American story universe than Star Trek. Since its creation in 1966, the franchise has had myriad iterations on big screen and small, basically invented the sci-fi convention, and has charmed audiences across every generation. But in two recent episodes, writers crossed a line where no Star Trek has gone before. That is to say, they got directly involved in partisan politics. The first blatant example of electioneering on Star Trek Discovery was a cameo by current and former Georgia gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams as none other than the president of the Federation of Planets. The second was a weird plot twist in the pilot of the new show, Strange New Worlds, in which the 2020 Capitol riot is depicted and blamed for starting a second American Civil War and the destruction of the planet. To put it more succinctly, Orange Man Bad. To be fair, since the original 1960s series, Star Trek has always delved into cultural and societal issues. It has always been credited with diverse casts, with tackling issues like saving the whales, remember that, uh, with reflecting American and global foreign policy. All of that should live long and prosper. But these two recent incidents go a good deal further. This isn't issue advocacy, it's pure partisan politics. This is part of a broader galaxy of problems, as we saw recently with Disney, which owns Star Wars, going to battle with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The central confusion here is the difference between showing broad support for things like basic civil rights and openly advocating for one political party's answers for securing them. So, for example, almost everyone supports voting rights, but that isn't the same as supporting Stacey Abrams. Almost everyone condemns the Capitol riot and political violence, but that's not the same as placing unique blame on one single event from one side of the spectrum. Ultimately, the problem here is that this kind of political signaling is alienating for those fans who are no part of the Democratic Party political tribe. As a fan myself, it hasn't made me turn off the shows, but it's jarring and also breaks the narrative spell of fantasy and science fiction, which is why people tune in in the first place. It feels very much like the writers and creators of the new line of Star Trek shows, which also includes Picard, don't think just writing a good TV show is important enough work. Like so much of corporate America, they think they have to save the country and the planet while they do it. Leave the planet saving for the fictional Starship Enterprise. The irony is that all three new Star Trek live action shows are quite progressive in the diversity of their casting. And despite hysterical concerns about a backlash that never actually happens, everyone is on board as long as the story and the acting are good. Artists can always have and should use their work to hold a mirror up to their culture and society, even to advocate for broad agenda items. What they shouldn't do is beam the equivalent of a 30-second Democrat Party political ad into the middle of a space adventure. Perhaps what America lacks more than anything else today is a shared set of strong stories that help explain our world. Even our entertainment is awash in bitter partisanship. It leaves Americans too few places to ponder their lives and communities outside the context of red versus blue. Star Trek is one of a small handful of entertainment brands with the popularity, scope, and reach to be that shared story. But to do so, its creators must choose that universality over scoring cheap, predictable, and partisan political points. I'm David Marcus, columnist and author of Charade, The COVID Lies That Crushed the Nation.
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. The polls are just opening across Pennsylvania. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. There's lots of people who are still figuring out who they're going to vote for. Dave McCormick hopes Republicans choose him as their nominee for Senate in a close race with Dr. Mehmet Oz, who has former President Trump's backing. And while he and Oz have spent millions attacking each other in TV ads, Kathy Barnett surged to become a contender as well. Over the weekend, the likely Democratic Senate nominee, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, was hospitalized after having a stroke. He said he's recovering and still planning to win. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal has also a closely watched Republican Senate primary in North Carolina and primary races in three others states today, Idaho, Kentucky, and Oregon. They're still grieving in Buffalo, New York. He took away my mother. 
and my best friend. How dare you? Robin Harris's mother, Ruth, was one of those murdered by the white accused gunman in a supermarket Saturday. President Biden and the First Lady will go there today. To pay their respects to the 10 people killed and three wounded in Saturday's horrific shooting at a Buffalo grocery store. Investigators say the 18-year-old suspect researched local demographics and even studied the store before carrying out his attack. Police say he was targeting black shoppers in what's being described as a hate-filled, racially motivated attack. Fox's Mark Meredith, Sunday's church shooting in Laguna Woods, California, also being investigated as a hate crime. The Chinese-American gunman accused of targeting Taiwanese victims, killing one, injuring five before he was stopped by others in the church and tied up. Billionaire Elon Musk tweeted again early this morning. His deal to buy Twitter remains on hold. Musk wrote 20% or more accounts may be fake. And he can't purchase the social media sites. Until it shows proof that only 5% of its accounts are fake spam. Twitter chief executive Parag Agrawal says the company suspends more than half a million spam accounts a day and locks millions of accounts suspected of being fake weekly if they can't be verified by humans. Ginny Casola, America's listening to Fox News. You know, every three seconds there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org employment. They seated a jury in one day in Washington, D.C. So this morning, opening statements are set for a trial stemming from a special counsel's investigation into the origins of the Trump campaign Russia probe in 2016. Former Clinton campaign attorney Michael Sussman is on trial, charged with lying to the FBI. Two months before the 2016 election, Sussman reached out to the bureau's head attorney. Sussman told FBI general counsel James Baker he had information linking the Trump campaign to Russia via a Russian bank. But that information never panned out. Several media outlets ran with it, and the uncorroborated story of a Trump-Russia connection made headline after headline. That's Fox's David Spun. A condemned killer won't be killed as planned in Georgia. Judge temporarily delayed the execution for Virgil Presnell for murdering an eight-year-old girl 46 years ago. It's another day for parents to search stores and online for more baby formula amid a shortage prompted by a recall. Formula maker Abbott has reached a deal with the Food and Drug Administration to restart production at a large factory shut down after formula recalls in February. Federal health officials have been investigating safety problems at the Sturgis, Michigan plant. Even with production resuming, Abbott says it could take several weeks to begin shipping new product to stores. The FDA is also easing some restrictions on baby formula imports to help make up for a shortage that has left many shelves empty. 
and parents scrambling to find formula. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Gas prices at another record high this morning with regular up another four cents. AAA's national average now four fifty two per gallon. For the first time ever, the price is over four dollars in every state, over six bucks a gallon now in California. On Wall Street, stocks could surge. Dow futures up about four hundred points the day after a slight gain following seven straight weeks of selling. But the Nasdaq lost another hundred forty two points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Lauren Simonetti, and this is the Fox Business Report. A choppy trading session with stocks finishing mix. Markets are awaiting key economic data on retail sales, which will be released on Tuesday. Retailers will be in focus this week as Walmart, Target, Home Depot, among others, will be reporting earnings results. The Dow rising 27 points, the Nasdaq down 142, S&P 500 down 16. And Spirit Airlines stock taking off and rising over 13% after JetBlue Airways said it's planning to make a hostile offer for the budget carrier. This after Spirit rebuffed its earlier bid. JetBlue is asking Spirit shareholders to reject a proposed $2.9 billion acquisition from Frontier Airlines. And Microsoft will be investing in its workers and will nearly double its worldwide budget for staff and increase stock-based compensation to keep employees as competition heats up and the cost of living rises. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.06 in the morning. Bernie, what does the widget say? It's saying right now clear skies and 74 degrees. And I got to tell you, Ian, it's a beautiful sunrise. And that's about as cool as it's going to be today. Get ready for another scorcher. Hot, sunny, 10% chance of showers. High of 93. Heat indices pushing near triple digits yet again today. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the latest in the spoil banks dispute between Lafayette Consolidated Government and the St. Martin Parish Government. The Army Corps of Engineers issued a cease and desist letter to LCG regarding the spoil banks in April. That's according to a report by our partners at KATC. The cease and desist letter was sent regarding the project's, quote, apparent violation, end quote, of the Federal Clean Waters Act and the Rivers and Harbors Act. Last week, an LCG attorney responded to the letter by saying the Army Corps of Engineers investigators found no issues with the spoil banks project. The matter will go before a federal judge next month. We reached out to the Army Corps of Engineers to find out more about the cease and desist letter and to get information about their investigation into the spoil bank's removal. Their spokesperson told us that because the Army Corps of Engineers is a defendant in the federal lawsuit, they can't give any comment. 8.3%. That was the inflation rate in in April, according to the Consumer Price Index. How exactly is that affecting Louisiana residents? Brooke Thorrington explains. Lauren Scott says two major factors driving inflation are the Russian invasion and supply chain issues. When you have supply chain issues, that means you have fewer supply of stuff, 
when you have a smaller supply of stuff, that means its price goes up, right? And as a result, the consumer price index goes up. Scott says if you're on a fixed income, you're having to do more with less. But there are economic forecasts offering some optimism. The, the forecasting firms out there believe this is transitory. It's going to go away, and we're going to get some relief next year. I'm Brooke Thorington. A Lafayette Parish man is facing an attempted second-degree murder charge in connection with a shooting. It happened Saturday evening around 6.15 on Marigny Circle. Deputies say Roel Rivera-Briones fired multiple shots at the victim, but he missed. In Crowley State, police are searching for a missing elderly man. The silver alert has been issued for 86-year-old James Bro. He was last seen on Friday leaving rain to go home to Crowley. He was driving a white 2015 Chevrolet Silverado with Louisiana license plate number C281416. Call 911 if you see Bro or if you know where he is. Staying in Acadia Parish, two suspects accused of trying to steal catalytic converters are now in custody. Deputies say they caught Chet Miller and Mona Obey in the act early Friday morning. Deputies also say they found drugs on the pair. In Opelousas, a fire destroyed a local institution. Firefighters answered the call at Toby's Lounge on Union Street around 2.30 Monday afternoon. Nobody was injured. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Another longtime restaurant in Opelousas is shutting its doors. Frank's Po' Boys will close on May 28th after 70 years in business. The owner says he and the landlord couldn't reach an agreement on purchasing the building. He also says he's tired of the ups and downs of the restaurant industry. The St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office has launched a new mobile app. The app allows you to report crimes, view news releases, and see the parish's most wanted suspects, among other features. It's free to download from the iTunes App Store and Google Play. At the state capitol, the state senate is prepared to make a hefty investment in the state's infrastructure. David Grubb has the latest. We appreciate their commitment to doing what we've always advocated for, which is a comprehensive and balanced transportation agenda. State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson says the budget bill heading to the Senate floor this Thursday contains more than half a billion dollars for construction of a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge, extension of I-49 South, and a new Lake Charles Bridge, with an additional $150 million set aside for other projects. It isn't everything Governor Edwards was seeking, but it is a solid start. The reality is the more money we get, the more money we can leverage. Wilson says the administration will continue to work with the legislature on securing additional funding needed to see these projects to completion. I'm David Grubb. The bill that would double speeding fines on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is one step closer to passage. A House committee approved Senator Paige Cortez's bill. That proposal also allows DOTD to set up traffic cameras to enforce the speed limit on the bridge. No word on when the full House will consider the bill. Another Basin Bridge bill stalled in committee. That one authored by Representative Jonathan Goodo, would have created a Basin Bridge Commission and police force. An effort to kill a temporary sales tax is dead. The bill would have begun phasing out that tax next year. Opponents worried about the financial implications the bill would bring. Alexandria Representative Jay Luno argued the proceeds from the tax can fund major state projects. Norco Senator Gary Smith says getting rid of the tax would leave the next governor and legislature with financial problems. We are spending this on non-reoccurring uh, expenses, uh, a lot of this money, things like money going toward the, the Baton Rouge Bridge. I don't live in Baton Rouge, but we need it. So to me, that's why this doesn't make sense. Well, it's just going to be giving the money back, and it's going to put us in the unfortunate position of having to come back when this federal money dries up and the, and the hurricane money and the, the spending stops, and, and we're going to be faced with the cliff sooner rather than later. 
Meanwhile, a House committee approves a bill that would outlaw discrimination based on hairstyle. David Grubb has that story. New Orleans Representative Candace Newell's legislation amends the discrimination law to include afros, dreadlocks, braids, and other styles with cultural significance or a style that's intended to protect hair texture. Shreveport Representative Sam Jenkins is in support. There's no good or bad discrimination. All of it is bad. And we need to make sure that we are covering every base that we can. The measure passed on an eight to six vote as two Republicans joined six Democrats to send the bill to the House floor. The House Labor Committee defeated a similar proposal earlier in the session. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team hosts Nichols State in the final midweek game of the regular season. First pitch is scheduled for 6 o'clock at Teague Moore Field at Russo Park. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on ESPN Lafayette. If you got your hopes up after Drew Brees tweeted about coming out of retirement, cool your jets. Yeah. Saints head coach Dennis Allen says the future Hall of Famers tweets were most likely made in jest. Speaking of Saints coaches, former head coach Sean Payton assigned a new contract to join Fox Sports as an NFL analyst. This comes after the New York Post reported that Drew Brees and NBC had parted ways. Will the Saints dynamic duo be reunited at Fox? Mm. Only time will tell. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot last night. It's up to $101 million for tomorrow night's drawing. Mega Millions tonight worth $112 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And finally, Bernie. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, some people commit poetry better than others. Okay. <laughs> and in school, the poetry is taught in English classes. Sure. Part of English composition. Yeah. And last night, a bit of poetry graced my Facebook page. Oh. A sixth grader named William. He goes to school at St. Genevieve. His mother and I went to school together. She was yeah. a year younger than I. Okay. Actually, his mom's mom, his grandmother, uh -huh. taught me first grade and is still one of, one of my dearest friends and closest friends. So when I saw this last night, my first thought was Claire Reed would be proud of this. Uh-huh. It's titled Free Verse, which apparently was the lesson that young William was handling at St. Genevieve. Here is said free verse poem. Okay. The bird high in the sky got shot by a guy. <laughs> the bird hit the ground, thud. The bird got stuck in the mud. The hunter claps, bam, and says, I'm going to eat this with ham. <laughs> I love that. That's great. The atomic blonde came in the bedroom last night and asked, what the hell are you laughing at? And it was this. It's glorious, I say. Glorious. <laughs> Fantastic. So I asked Abby's permission, Abby yes. is William's mother, permission to post this on the Gabriel website. I love it. to put it up later yes, on. Yes, every hunter in the world is like, yep. <laughs> that <laughs> so when i told abby i said my first thought would be claire reed would be proud of this she said you know it heck i was proud of it i can't even write a poem <laughs> that's a good find and a, a good addition to this morning show and apparently he wrote a second poem oh there's more there there's more and i did not see this last night oh Bashful bussin' bananas sleep under the cabana. They wake up, one hits a split, the other gets hit. They pull a baby <laughs> off the tree and name it Brianna. <laughs> it's not exactly the perfect form for a limerick, but it, but the rhyme structure works. Right? I love this kid. I, I do too. At least he's not. <laughs> at least he's not learning. There once was a man from Nantucket. If you're gonna uh, do poetry, yeah. At least he's tapping into creativity. <laughs> This is great. I, I love I this. I finally kid. stopped laughing, and now I'm having so hard as I'm crying. Okay, you have to talk. 
to your friend and say, listen, we need your son to put together some poetry for K-Pel. Yes. Look, politics I, and such. I have... I, I I was known for committing poetry back in the day, but yeah. even even my stuff is not as good as this. this. This is this is wonderful. I mean, who doesn't love this kid, man? This is great. No, this is absolutely fantastic. And if you missed any of this, this will be at kpel965.com. And matter of fact, I'm going to have to text William's mother and tell her, make sure you're tuning in at 715, because for those who weren't <laughs> awake and missed it, we have to redo this. Oh, oh, without a doubt. Oh, that is definitely happening. For sure later today. All right, it's on. Your <laughs> news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Our heat wave continues as temperatures will climb into the 90s. Skies will remain mostly sunny today. We'll see temperatures around 93, that heat index around 98. Overnight, skies remaining fair as lows will drop back into the lower 70s. Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds, still hot and humid with a high near 93. Mostly sunny skies on Thursday and a little more breezy with afternoon highs around 90 degrees. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, clear skies and 74 degrees. Weather brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountant, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. Got a report of a stalled vehicle, I 10 eastbound, mile marker 105. That's I 10 eastbound, mile marker 105. Coming up now on 620 on Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian here with you. All right, so we have heard about this, and it continues to really top the headlines, and that's the issue with trying to get baby formula. So joining us is a guest to talk a little bit about this from two different perspectives. So Erica Jedinak is joining us, Director of Economic Opportunity for the Stand Together Chamber of Commerce and she's also a new mother. Erica, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks so much for kind of detailing this issue with us. Okay, so we have to know, first off, talk to us a little bit about um, the Stand Together Chamber of Commerce. Yes, so we are a philanthropic community across the country promoting free market values and really addressing some of the most pressing issues going on right now to find some nonpartisan or transpartisan solutions. All right. Well, okay. Speaking of uh, the new mother situation and scrambling to get formula. All right. So what has it been like for your particular circumstance? Yes. So my son is five months old and you know, he drinks about 40 ounces of formula right now. I just, unfortunately, I never made enough breast milk for him. So I always had to supplement, and now he's solely on formula, perfectly coinciding, unfortunately, with this shortage. So the shelves by me are completely empty, and I've had to rely on family members to ship it to me from out of state Whoa. who live in more senior communities. Okay. And... Uh, it's it's been really rough. Basically, forty to fifty percent of the supply is sold out in America right now. So, okay, now one of it is it Abbott that made baby formula, but then there was an issue with whether or not 
the products were contaminated. Is that part of this or do we really understand all the reasons why this is happening? Yeah, so it's part of it. There is a added plant that produces formula in Michigan. There was bacteria found in another part of the plant. And so it's currently being investigated. Uh, the FDA is uh, finally, as of late, late yesterday, planning to work with Abbott to reopen the plant. But there's actually a shortage going back to last July because of COVID era supply chain issues. Now, this is coupled also with a 17.5% tariff to import formula mm. and some very minor labeling differences between Canada and Europe. So, you know, even with one plant closing, we should be able to import virtually identical formula from Germany, the Netherlands, and Canada. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, Ian, go ahead. Jump Just in. a point of clarification, with the bacteria, there are at least two children who died after bacteria is oh. found in that plant after drinking some of the contaminated formula. With that in mind, you mentioned the importing from Canada and Germany. What's the reason why we've not been able? Is it because of FDA regulations that because of those minute differences you mentioned? Or is there some of the reason why it's been slow or non-existent? The minor labeling differences, so it's actually the, the formula overseas, um, it doesn't have on the label that there's less than 1% iron. That's, wow. that's literally it. Otherwise, yeah. it's, it's, it's virtually identical. Actually, Europe has some stricter uh, regulations uh, around food and, and items like this. So we should just have, you know, moms should be able to import formula. And frankly, just the way we buy groceries and, and other items from, from Canada and Europe today. So is there any idea about whether or not those, you know, kind of restrictions can get moved out of the way just because it's a labeling issue? I mean, I, I can't even imagine trying to run around, you know, trying to get formula for your child. Yes, so we're hearing probably today or tomorrow the Biden administration is planning to announce to ease some of those restrictions. But, you know, the unfortunate thing is they've waited till it's gotten to crisis mode, yeah. right, with half of the supply out in America. Lower income families and moms are much more likely to rely on formula, you know, for, for women who have to go back to work quickly. You know, even adoptive parents who, who uh, you know, need formula. There's a whole host of reasons, and it just makes it a lot more stressful. God, I can only imagine yeah. what, what that might feel like. And, and the big question here is because everybody's blaming the government for this uh, because of the supply shortage and COVID. And Abbott kind of gets a pass in this, or at least uh, on social media, it seems like nobody's mentioning Abbott. You talked about the crisis point. Who's to blame for this? Is this up to Abbott for not taking care of business more quickly? Is it because, uh, is it the government's fault? Is it a combination of both? Who who here do you think is to blame for the shortage as it stands right now? Yeah, so I, I think it's a lot of different issues, like I mentioned, with, you know, the kind of red tape, the tariffs and, and supply chain issues. As far as Abbott goes, I know that that's still being investigated and, um, you know, extremely terrible circumstances up there. But there's no reason that, you know, a modern, you know, country like ours is relying on one plant in michigan for yeah. baby formula for feeding our babies i mean that is just unacceptable that we have to rely on one plant because you know with similac for example 
going out, well, my baby's on Enfamil. That means that all these other babies are moving over to Enfamil and, and, and other mm. brands. And it just, it causes this domino effect. Yep. And not everyone has the luxury of, like myself, I, I have a, a very thoughtful family member who's, who's helping hunt down out of state. Uh, not everyone has that luxury, and, and plenty of moms I see online and on Facebook are trying to come up with some alternatives and, and just coming up short. Yeah, and, you know, we should caution people, you know, to remember don't, you know, some of these at-home kind of formula ideas, uh, that it's not the best ideas what, what some of the information is that we've been told. So um, is there any idea, because I heard this morning on Fox that they were talking about Abbott actually being able to restart but even if they do that they're saying that could take two months to get it to the shelves have you heard anything about that that's right so you know let's just say we're hopeful that in two weeks time that the plant can be reopened safely Mm -hmm. and and those issues are resolved it will still take months for the supply chains to get back in order so what's really important is that the administration right now allows imports to yeah. come in, uh, particularly from Canada, Netherlands, Germany, where it's virtually identical, and, and just ease some of those those labeling restrictions. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that if this is okay in a crisis, it should be okay normally. Again, we shouldn't be relying on 40% of the formula coming out of one plant. You know, yeah. that's an excellent point. I mean, right, really kind of straight to the the point there. Well, Director of Economic Opportunity for the Stand Together Chamber of Commerce, Erica Jedinak. Hey, thanks so much for giving your perspective on this this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. All right, you too. Coming up now on 628. And, you know, we're going to have to pull that guy we work with, Ian, and ask him, has that been an issue for them? Right. And the the thing with that is you mentioned the homemade formula yeah. remedy. Seems like everybody and their mom is posting pictures of yeah. what their parents were uh, were given when uh, mm-hmm. they were in the hospital giving birth some 50, 60 years ago. And I'm wondering how many people, especially here in Acadiana, because the shortage is is bad big time around here. I'm wondering how many people are going back to that or going to what their mothers allegedly fed them or whatever the case is. Yeah. Because at some point when the formula runs out, you have to feed your kids something. Yeah. And I know there are people warning against it that it may not be the best thing to do. But as one of the crotchety old uh, folks on Facebook put it, <laughs> hey, I'm not dead yet. Well, you know, they're, they're, that's a great point. I mean, you can't argue with that. All right, coming up now on 629 on A Morning News. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. The wheels on the truck make life go round. Deliver what we need when we need it. Thanks, Louisiana truckers. Sponsored by LMTA Foundation. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. 
It is 6.33 in the morning, 74 degrees in Lafayette, and it's only going to get warmer from here. Dave Baker says sunny and hot with a 10% chance of showers. High of 93 today with heat indices pushing near triple digits. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the latest in the spoil banks dispute between Lafayette Consolidated Government and St. Martin Parish. The Army Corps of Engineers issued a cease and desist letter to LCG regarding the spoil banks in April. That's according to a report by our partners at KTC. The cease and desist letter was sent regarding the project's, quote, apparent violation, end quote, of the Federal Clean Waters Act and the Rivers and Harbors Act. Last week, an LCG attorney responded to the letter by saying the Army Corps of Engineers found no issues with the Spoil Banks project. The matter goes before a judge next month. We reached out to the Army Corps of Engineers to find out more about the cease and desist letter and to get information about their investigation into the Spoil Banks issue. Officials with the Corps said they couldn't comment because they're defendants in the federal lawsuit. 8.3%. That was the inflation rate in April, according to the Consumer Price Index. So how does that affect Louisiana residents? Brooke Thornton explains. Lauren Scott says two major factors driving inflation are the Russian invasion and supply chain issues. When you have supply chain issues, that means you have fewer supply of stuff. When you have a smaller supply of stuff, that means its price goes up, right? And as a result, the consumer price index goes up. Scott says if you're on a fixed income, you're having to do more with less. But there are economic forecasts offering some optimism. The, the forecasting firms out there believe this is transitory. It's going to go away. And we're going to get some relief next year. I'm Brooke Thorington. A Lafayette Parish man is facing an attempted second-degree murder charge in connection with a shooting. It happened on Saturday night around 6.15 on Marigny Circle. Deputy say Roel Rivera Briones fired multiple shots at the victim. He missed. In Crowley State, police are searching for a missing elderly man. A silver alert has been issued for 86-year-old James Bro. He was last seen on Friday, leaving rain to go home to Crowley. He was driving a white 2015 Chevrolet Silverado with a Louisiana license plate number C281416. Call 911 if you see Bro. Staying in Acadia Parish, two suspects are accused of trying to steal catalytic converters. They're now in custody. Deputies say they caught Chet Miller and Mona Obey in the act early Friday morning. Deputies say they also found drugs on the pair. In Opelousas, a fire destroys a local institution. Firefighters answered the call at Toby's Lounge on Union Street around 2.30 Monday afternoon. Nobody was injured. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Another longtime res- restaurant is shutting its doors. Frank's Po' Boys will close on May 28th after 70 years in business. The owner says he and the landlord could not reach an agreement on purchasing the building. He also says he's tired of the ups and downs of the restaurant industry. The St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office has launched a new mobile app. The app allows you to report crimes, view news releases, and see the parish's most wanted suspects, among other features. It's free to download from the iTunes App Store and Google Play. At the state capitol, the state senate is prepared to make hefty investments in the state's infrastructure. David Grubb has the latest. We appreciate their commitment to doing what we've always advocated for, which is a comprehensive and balanced transportation agenda. State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson says the budget bill heading to the Senate floor this Thursday contains more than half a billion dollars for construction of a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge, extension of I-49 South, and a new Lake Charles Bridge, with an additional $150 million set aside for other projects. It isn't everything Governor Edwards was seeking, but it is a solid start. The reality is the more money we get, the more money we can leverage. Wilson says the administration will continue to work with the legislature on securing additional funding needed to see these projects to completion. I'm David Grubb. Also at the state capitol, the bill that would double speeding fines on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is one step closer to passage. A House committee approved Senator Paige Cortez's bill. 
The proposal also allows DOTD to set up traffic cameras to enforce speed limits on the bridge. No word on when the full House will consider the bill. Another House bill dealing with the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is dead for a second year in a row. Representative Jonathan Goodo's bill to create a Basin Bridge Commission and police force stalled in committee. An effort to kill off a temporary sales tax is also dead. The bill would have begun phasing out the tax next year. Opponents worried about the financial implications the bill would bring. Alexandria Representative Jay Luno argued the proceeds from that tax can fund many a state project. Norco Senator Gary Smith says getting rid of the tax would leave the next governor and legislature with financial problems. We are spending this on non-reoccurring uh, expenses, uh, a lot of this money, things like money going toward the, the Baton Rouge Bridge. I don't live in Baton Rouge, but we need it. So to me, that's why this doesn't make sense. Well, it's just going to be giving the money back and it's going to put us in the unfortunate position of having to come back when this federal money dries up and the, and the hurricane money and the, the spending stops and, and we're going to be faced with the cliff sooner rather than later. Meanwhile, a House committee approves a bill that would outlaw discrimination based on hairstyle. David Grubb has that story. New Orleans Representative Candace Newell's legislation amends the discrimination law to include afros, dreadlocks, braids, and other styles with cultural significance or a style that's intended to protect hair texture. Shreveport Representative Sam Jenkins is in support. There's no good or bad discrimination. All of it is bad. Yeah. And we need to make sure that we are covering every base that we can. The measure passed on an 8-6 to six vote as two Republicans joined six Democrats to send the bill to the House floor. The House Labor Committee defeated a similar proposal earlier in the session. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team hosts Nichols State in the final midweek game of the regular season. First pitch scheduled for 6 o'clock tonight at Teague Field at Russo Park. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on ESPN Lafayette. If you get your hopes up after Drew Brees tweeted about coming out of retirement, cool your jets. Saints head coach Dennis Allen says the future Hall of Famers tweets will most likely made in jest. Speaking of Saints coaches, former head coach Sean Payton assigned a new contract to join Fox Sports as an NFL analyst. This comes after the New York Post reported that Drew Brees and NBC had parted ways. Will the Saints dynamic duo be reunited at Fox? Only time will tell. Powerball jackpot up to $101 million. Nobody won the big one last night. Mega Millions tonight at... $112 million, maybe you, will get lucky this evening. Mm-hmm. And finally, yes. Bear Watch. Oh, I love it. And this one is a legitimate Bear Watch because people are on the lookout for a bear. In fact, there's a $200 reward for this bear. Oh, hey, that's a nice nice little chunk of change. Yep, a polar bear is missing from London, Ontario, Canada. The 125-pound polar bear was a statue stolen from a woman's property. Oh. <laughs> Nancy Allen is the victim's name. She said her house is well known for the concrete polar bear statues that have um, adorned her garden for more than 30 years. Okay. But she discovered last week that one of them was missing. Allen posted a photo of the stolen bear in hopes that someone would find it and bring it back. She says, quote, I just don't understand why someone would steal it. I don't get it. I just want it back. Mm. And, you know, when you when you have a polar bear in your garden for that long. Well, Sure. Sure. You get attached to it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. She said, considering its weight, it would have taken some extra effort. Quote, they brought a dolly. There are dolly tracks on the front lawn, and they would have done it before I got home. So she's offering $200 for the bear safe return. No questions asked. She just wants the bear back. <laughs> just bring back my bear. I want mm-hmm. my bear back. So Ooh. bear watching Canada of a different kind. <laughs> As always, I enjoy the Bear Watch. You know, even if it's this statue, they're just mm. always fun. 
Yeah, it's a polar bear statue. Now, that's just one of several animal stories. Uh, oh, there are like more that are coming our way today or what? Yeah, there will be more coming our way a little bit later on this morning. Those of you who missed the great poetry committed by a sixth-year-old, or by a sixth grader, rather, will have that coming up at 7 o'clock. That's going to be so much fun. All right, all of that on the Your way. news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. High pressure rebuilding across Acadiana. Therefore, any chances for showers are going to be squashed out for at least the next couple of days. Temperatures under mostly sunny skies should reach 93 degrees today. We'll see our winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, skies remaining mostly fair. Temperatures will drop back into the mid-70s. And the outlook for Wednesday, mostly sunny skies, hot and humid. High temperature again near 93 degrees. Tomorrow night, dropping back into the lower 70s. Thursday, sunshine with a high near 90. It'll be a little more breezy by the afternoon. Friday, a few more clouds. Breezy, temperature around 91 degrees. And then over the weekend, we'll see a better chance for a few widely scattered afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Temperatures will hover in the upper 80s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, clear skies, 74 degrees. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic crashes, no breakdowns to report to you right now. Please make sure that you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there. It is coming up now in 646 on Acadiana's morning news. So Tuesday has arrived. All right, that beautiful sunrise, Ian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the beautiful sunrise, it was gorgeous. Now it's kind of fading away. And yeah, 93 for our afternoon high. I don't know, man. What is your, um? do you have like any advice? Because you're always doing some umpiring thing or you're out covering sports or something. And do you have any suggestions for people on how to stay like cool in this blazing, blazing heat that we have to constantly deal with. Yes, don't go outside. <laughs> I knew that was coming. How come I just knew that was going to be the advice? Okay, that's that's an excellent piece of advice. Find fun things to do indoors. Yeah, it was. Look, it was so hot the other day. My choco taco melted as soon as I walked outside. That's how <laughs> bad it was. Okay, that's pretty rough, dude. That's pretty seriously rough. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks for that wonderful idea. (laughs) Um, All right. So we should talk about on Thursday, you and I get Mm -hmm. to go and visit Shannon Hardware at 101 Nolan Road in Broussard to help them celebrate their 150th year in business. 150 years. It's hard to believe the new Highway 90 wasn't there when they uh, when they opened. They started in Morgan City, if I'm not mistaken. The Broussard location actually is their last uh, location that opened, but still going strong in Broussard. They have outlasted. Uh, they have outlasted many other businesses. Hell, they've outlasted uh, many uh, many trends in uh, in American uh, culture. Yeah, but uh, they, they still get the job done and. In addition to celebrating their anniversary, we'll be there. They're going to have some uh, 
some demonstrations. Some of their vendors will be there doing demonstrations and showing off products uh, for Father's Day. If you're looking for the perfect gift for your dad, what a, what a perfect Father's Day, Father's Day gift. Here, do some work. Here's some tools. Um, but in all seriousness, if you do have a craftsman for a father, this is the perfect time to do it because Shannon, in celebrating their 150th anniversary, will be offering some special deals as well. Yeah. So check us out. That is Thursday. Are we there 9 to 11 or 10 to noon? Uh, I think we're there 9 to 11, Big Daddy. So we'll be there 9 to 11, and we'll get to say hello. We'll uh, shake hands, kiss babies, and uh, and tell you about all the good things going on at Shannon Hardware. <laughs> all right. Have you ever seen the giant wrenches that they sell at Shannon Hardware? I've heard of them, but I've not oh, actually seen one in person. That is why I cannot wait until Thursday. There will be much fun and hijinks to be had between you and I in Shannon Hardware. They have, like, all these giant uh, containers and, and wheels full of rope chain these huge wrenches so i'm sure that there are probably going to be tons of photographs that will be taken on thursday and no joke a lot of shenanigans so shannon hardware uh this thursday <laughs> 9 to 11 i can't 150 years even as we continue to say that man it just blows my mind what an institution huh yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing that they've been around for 150 years. I'm trying to think of another business that's been open that long, long. in Acadiana. The only one that comes to mind is uh, Dupuis, uh, the seafood place oh, out in yeah. in Abbeville, because they've been around since the 1860s. But outside of that, I, I can't think of any others. Wow. Oh, man. Talk about. Uh, yeah, Dupuis, that's true. Um, and I'm trying to think of any others, but I can't either. Well, what a great way. And I'm just excited they invited us to help them celebrate so Shannon Hardware, 150 years in business. So we'll see y'all Thursday between 9 to 11. And who knows what we're going to find. You know, they've got everyday items, too. Everything you could possibly need. But also stuff that just will blow your mind. It's yeah, don't up miss now. it. Yeah, Be don't. There. You better. Ian says, yeah. It may sound unbelievable, but a ransomware attack has caused a 158-year-old college in Illinois to close its doors forever, providing us all with a sad but very teachment. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Lincoln College was founded in 1864 in Lincoln, Illinois. It offered associate, bachelor's, and master's programs, and amazingly saw record-breaking student enrollment in fall 2019. Then came COVID. Some students studied online, others deferred classes until COVID receded. But then, in a one-two punch in December, its entire computer network, its employee files, fundraising, student records, grades, payroll, everything was lost in one ransomware attack. The lesson? By simply investing in a top-notch IT department with a qualified staff, this catastrophic disaster would not have happened. I'll help you stay text all the time at commando.com. As a small business owner juggling 100 balls in the air at once, there's just no time to interview candidates who aren't qualified for the job. That's where LinkedIn Jobs comes in. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier and faster than ever for you to find the people who you want to interview and for free. Create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. 
You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's linkedin.com slash Kim. Leveraging the power of Fox News Radio to cover the big issues that matter to you. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Lauren Simonetti, and this is the Fox Business Report. A choppy trading session with stocks finishing mixed. Markets are awaiting key economic data on retail sales, which will be released on Tuesday. Retailers will be in focus this week as Walmart, Target, Home Depot, among others, will be reporting earnings results. The Dow rising 27 points, the Nasdaq down 142, S&P 500 down 16. And Spirit Airlines stock taking off and rising over 13% after JetBlue Airways said it's planning to make a hostile offer for the budget carrier. This after Spirit rebuffed its earlier bid. JetBlue is asking Spirit shareholders to reject a proposed $2.9 billion acquisition from Frontier Airlines. And Microsoft will be investing in its workers and will nearly double its worldwide budget for staff and increase stock-based compensation to keep employees as competition heats up and the cost of living rises. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. President Biden is about to leave for Buffalo. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, going to New York to meet and grieve with victims' families days after a massacre. My sister survived breast cancer and three aneurysm surgeries to go to the grocery store to get killed. Celeste Cheney's sister is one of the 10 people murdered Saturday. Three others were wounded. Almost all the victims black. The accused gunman's a white 18-year-old. A White House official says after visiting a makeshift memorial, the president will also deliver remarks. He's expected to label the shooting as a case of terrorism motivated by hate. He's also expected to once again call on Congress to enact new gun control measures. Fox's Mark Meredith, Sunday's church shooting in California, also being investigated as a hate crime targeting Taiwanese people. We know that the subject involved is a U.S. citizen who immigrated from China. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes, David Chow is accused of chaining the doors shut, super gluing keyholes and hiding firebombs in the church, then shooting people, killing one and wounding five before others stopped him and tied him up. It's primary day in five states with one key race in Pennsylvania that's neck, neck and neck. Dr. Mehmet Oz, political commentator Kathy Barnett and businessman David McCormick all vying for the Republican spot on the midterm ticket in what will likely be a tough race to keep the Pennsylvania Senate seat in GOP hands. Fox's Jackie Abanez. John Fetterman wants to turn that seat blue, the favorite to win the Democratic nomination while recovering from a minor stroke. Elon Musk is again saying his deal to buy Twitter is on hold, tweeting early this morning, 20% or more of accounts are fake. 
Then as Fox Business Network Cheryl Cassoni reads, he added, My offer was based on Twitter's SEC filings being accurate. Yesterday, Twitter's CEO publicly refused to show proof of less than 5%. This deal cannot move forward until he does. The cost to fill up has gone up to another record high. Regular gas up another four cents today. AAA's national average, 4.52 a gallon. Californians are paying 6.02. America's listening to Fox News. You know, every three seconds, there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web. Now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org employment. There may be yet another shooting being treated as a hate crime. This one in Dallas, Texas, where a suspect was arrested early this morning, connected to last week's shooting at a hair salon in the city's Koreatown that left three women wounded in New York City last night. An 11-year-old girl is shot to death in the Bronx. Cops say she was rushed to the hospital in critical condition after being shot in the stomach by the passenger on a scooter and later died. Police say that the girl was not the intended target of the shooting. They say the person on the scooter was shooting at a man who was running down the street trying to get away from them. Police say the girl was walking into a store with a relative when she was shot. In New York, Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Also in New York, cases for COVID are on the rise, just like in many areas of the country. Johns Hopkins has reported nationally infections going back up four weeks in a row, more than double what they were a month ago. New York City health officials have issued an advisory urging New Yorkers to wear masks in all indoor public settings as the city nears high-risk COVID-19 alert status. That means wearing face coverings in grocery stores, offices, and building lobbies, among other places, regardless of vaccination status or past COVID-19 infection. Those at high risk of severe illness from the virus, such as those over 65, are being advised to avoid crowded settings, tough to do in the Big Apple, and non-essential gatherings. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. The Senate has advanced a bill that would provide another $40 billion worth of weapons and humanitarian aid to Ukraine to deal with Russia's invasion. That money already approved by the House. Last night's vote sets up a final vote in the Senate later in the week on Wall Street. Stocks could rebound from all the recent selling. Futures are surging the day after the Nasdaq lost another 142 points, but the Dow yesterday gained 26. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 7.05 in the morning and 76 degrees outside right now. It's only going to get warmer today. High of 93. Heat of the seas pushing near triple digits. Mostly sunny with a 10% chance of showers. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for Newstalk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan and Bernie. Let's start with some breaking news that came in yeah. just after our last news update. We mentioned in the newscast uh, that uh, missing Crowley man 
or that state police were looking for a missing Crowley man, 86-year-old James Hubert Bro. And we just got some news from state police about that case. Bernie, what's the update there? The only update that we do have, the silver alert has been canceled. So unfortunately, Mr. Bro was found uh, deceased in Kinder in that area. So we're working to get other details from Crowley Chief of Police Jimmy Broussard. So the as soon as we get those details... We'll be able to update the rest of the story. Yes, we will. And hopefully we'll be able to give you more updates as they become available. Again, that's according to Louisiana State Police. Uh, Mr. Bro, uh, the gentleman for whom the silver alert was issued, found dead near Kinder. Now to the latest in the spoil banks dispute between Lafayette Consolidated Government and St. Martin Parish. The Army Corps of Engineers issued a cease and desist letter to LCG regarding the spoil banks in April. That's according to a report by our partners at KTC. The cease and desist letter was sent regarding the project's, quote, apparent violation, end quote, of the Federal Clean Waters Act and the Rivers and Harbors Act. Last week, an LCG attorney responded to the letter by saying Army Corps investigators found no issues with the Spoil Banks project. The matter will go before a federal judge next month. We reached out to the Army Corps of Engineers to find out more about the cease and desist letter and to get information about their investigation into the Spoil Banks removal. The Army Corps of Engineers spokesperson said he couldn't comment. That's because the Army Corps is a defendant in the federal lawsuit. 8.3%. That was the inflation rate in April, according to the Consumer Price Index. How's that affecting Louisiana residents? Brooke Thornton explains. Lauren Scott says two major factors driving inflation are the Russian invasion and supply chain issues. When you have supply chain issues, that means you have fewer supply of stuff. When you have a smaller supply of stuff, that means its price goes up, right? And as a result, the consumer price index goes up. Scott says if you're on a fixed income, you're having to do more with less. But there are economic forecasts offering some optimism. The, the forecasting firms out there believe this is transitory. It's going to go away. And we're going to get some relief next year. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A Lafayette Parish man is facing an attempted second-degree murder charge in connection with a shooting. It happened on Saturday evening around 6.15 on Marigny Circle. Deputy say Roel Rivera Briones fired multiple shots at the victim. He missed. In Acadia Parish, two suspects accused of trying to steal catalytic converters are in custody. Deputies say they caught Chet Miller and Mona Obey in the act early Friday morning. Deputies also say they found drugs on the pair. In Opelousas, a fire destroyed a local institution. Firefighters answered the call at Toby's Lounge on Union Street around 2.30 Monday afternoon. No one was injured. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Another longtime restaurant is shutting its doors. Frank's Po' Boys will close on May the 28th after 70 years in business. The owner says he and the landlord could not reach an agreement on purchasing the building. He also says he's tired of the ups and downs of the restaurant industry. The St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office has launched a new mobile app. The app allows you to report crimes, view news releases, and see the parish's most wanted suspects, among other features. It's free to download from the iTunes App Store and Google Play. At the state capitol, the state senate is prepared to make a hefty investment in the state's infrastructure. David Grubb has that story. We appreciate their commitment to doing what we've always advocated for, which is a comprehensive and balanced transportation agenda. State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson says the budget bill heading to the Senate floor this Thursday contains more than half a billion dollars for construction of a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge, extension of I-49 South, and a new Lake Charles Bridge, with an additional $150 million set aside for other projects. It isn't everything Governor Edwards was seeking, but it is a solid start. The reality is the more money we get, the more money we can leverage. Wilson says the administration will continue to work with the legislature on securing additional funding needed to see these projects to completion. I'm David Grubb.
The bill that would double speeding fines on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is one step closer to passage. A House committee approved Senator Paige Cortez's bill. The proposal will also allow DOTD to set up traffic cameras to enforce a speed limit on the bridge. No word on when the full House will consider that bill. Another Basin Bridge bill stalled in committee. Representative Jonathan Gudo's bill to create a Basin Bridge commission and police force did not advance. An effort to kill off a temporary sales tax is dead. The effort would have begun phasing out the tax next year. Opponents worried about the financial implications the bill would bring. Alexandria Representative Jay Luno argued the proceeds from that tax can fund major state projects. Norco Senator Gary Smith says getting rid of the tax would leave the next governor and the legislature with financial problems. We are spending this on non-reoccurring uh, expenses, uh, a lot of this money, things like money going toward the, the Baton Rouge Bridge. I don't live in Baton Rouge, but we need it. So to me, that's why this doesn't make sense. Well, it's just going to be giving the money back, and it's going to put us in the unfortunate position of having to come back when this federal money dries up and the, and the hurricane money and the, the spending stops, and, and we're going to be faced with the cliff sooner rather than later. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team hosts Nichols State in the final midweek game of the regular season. First pitch is scheduled for 6 o'clock at Teagmore Field at Russo Park. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on ESPN Lafayette. If you, get your, if you got your hopes up after Drew Brees tweeted about coming out of retirement, cool your jets. Saints head coach Dennis Allen says the future Hall of Famers tweets were most likely made in jest. Speaking of Saints coaches, former head coach Sean Payton has signed a new contract to join Fox Sports as an NFL analyst. This comes after the New York Post reported that Drew Brees and NBC had parted ways. Will the Saints dynamic duo be reunited at Fox? It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The yeah. world will never know. Yeah. Nobody won the Powerball jackpot last night, Bernie. It's up mm. to $101 million. Mm -hmm. Most anybody won in Louisiana was 200 bucks. Mega Millions jackpot tonight at $112 million. Maybe you'll get lucky this evening. All right, Bernie, we have a few and finalies here. First, we need to hit the mailbag. All right, go. Go to the mailbag, sir. Uh, after you left yesterday, Mark Pope and I talked about the car insurance prices and oh. how they're horrible here in Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, Deborah in Youngsville says Michigan's auto insurance prices are comparable. That said, hers more than doubled when she moved here. Mm. Uh, John Dozat says, I love Brandon and Shannon Hardware. <laughs> Offside, four to six on News Talk 96.5. KPL. Love it. Uh, and Winky Dinky Dog. Yes. We mentioned this Friday, or you may have mentioned it. I, I missed it. And apparently Strange But True came up. Mm. And he's like, morning, guys. If you're serious about that Friday Strange But True thing, let me know. No, we are totally all about that. I mean. And right? you don't need to send samples, Wink. I know. I was there when you did it on the uh -huh. weekends, when we toiled okay. on the weekends. So our people will call your people. I know you texted okay. me last week. I, I've been negligent in calling you back, oh. as I've been negligent in calling about 15 other people back, too. <laughs> but, yes, we are serious. We'll, uh, we will be in touch in the very near future. Kenny Smith, I neglected to mention last week, checked in, uh -huh. complimented us on uh, the uh, Lafayette Live segment we did last Thursday. Ah, uh -huh. nice. Uh, Thank you. Let me go to that. Kenny Smith says, good evening, Ian. I have to say that you and Bernie were in prime form today. You guys were hilarious. One of the best shows I've heard in a while. Wow. And also went on, hope hey. you're traveling with the ball team is going well. Hope Bernie is doing good and currently taking care. So keep up the good work and keep up nice. the good show. So thank you, Kenny. We appreciate the kind words. Um, we should also note that it's time for Cartridge World Trivia. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Hopefully I can answer some of these. Please, and I, please don't let it be about wrestling. 
please, Jesus. Don't it's not. And I, I had a trivia question oh. ready, and uh -huh. and it just slipped my mind. I don't uh -oh. remember what I was going to ask you. Now. That's okay. <laughs> uh, one plus one is two. Yay! Yeah, that was that was the original uh, KPL Killer <laughs> trivia question from uh, about a year ago. Um, uh, all right, give me a category, any category. Uh, movies, the ones that I might have like seen recently. I was so mad at myself. I went home and did. I looked for Blazing Saddles yesterday, but did not find it. Really? Yeah. Like, because I was just checking the channels. I had a lot to do at home yesterday with the pets. But I was like, oh, okay, maybe. The, but I didn't find it. So I, I didn't search hard, though. Boo. <laughs> okay, so. All right, so we'll do Academy Award winners. Okay. All right, I'll try here. More specifically, Academy mm -hmm. Award winners. Mm -hmm. Can I? Can I use for best picture? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Although, if they won the Academy Award for best picture, I mean, is it stuff people have even seen? Okay. Pause your thought, though. Well, that's why Wait. I'm going back a few decades to okay. make sure that people saw it. Okay. That way, it's not all this obscure obscure crap that wins the the <laughs> Oscar nowadays. Okay, I have to go to John Dozat first, though. John, good morning. <laughs> Morning, y'all. Morning, John. Hey, uh, I have a I have a KPL trivia for you, Bernie and Ian. Oh, okay. Then we'll it. make this the KPL uh, trivia question brought to you by Cartridge World. Go ahead. About five or six years ago, what show in the four and in, in the uh, the five o'clock hour did Offsides replace? Mm. Oh God. What show in the five o'clock? Was it? Uh, well, yeah. Was it Go Acadiana with Doctor John? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Ken Romero and Doctor John. Okay, so a little KPL trivia this morning. Yeah, so so at least my memory isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had a bell, I would ding it for y'all. Uh, well, thanks. Thank John. you, John. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so a little trivia of ourselves. Okay, so do you have some movie trivia too? Or yeah, are you just I was, faking I, me out? I'll throw this one out. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have to ask for clarification. Mm -hmm. There is one man in the studio with me. Okay. Thomas Gosson is here. He's shaking his head no. I was just going to see if he could be my lifeline, but he's he saying no. He Not much of a lifeline, I promise. <laughs> so, All right, I'm going to try by myself. I'm ready. 1972 and 1974. Okay, golly. The Why Academy he go Award back winners for Best Picture in those years... Were sequels. Godfather were 1 and 2. There you go. Oh, yes! I am so happy with myself. I just you figured that was the time frame. Oh, I did watch 72, those. 72, The Godfather 1 at 74, The Godfather 2 1. Oh, I'm so impressed with myself. Wait, hold on, Ian. Ooh, okay. Yay! And, and lastly, for those who missed it in the 6 o'clock hour, by yes. popular demand, and I Please think his this. mom is listening right now. Okay. So yeah. in the 6 o'clock hour, we told you about a 6th grader at St. Genevieve. His name is William. Um, his grandmother taught me first grade, and it's still one of my favorite people to this day. His mom was a year behind me uh, in school, got to know her real well back in the day. And now William uh, is making his mama and his grandmama proud Aww. and making... Poets across the world proud. Okay. He was given a free verse assignment, and this was the free verse that he wrote. The bird high in the sky got shot by a guy. <laughs> the bird hit the ground. Thud. The bird got stuck in the mud. The hunter claps, bam, and says, I'm going to eat this with ham. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. 
I love this kid. Every hunter loves this kid. <laughs> I love that it tickles you so much. I love it. <laughs> this is the best thing I've read in a long time. And look. I, I've been known to commit poetry myself, and there's uh -huh. some people who claim to commit poetry. Yeah. This is beyond genius. It's adorable. <laughs> adorable, I tell you. Well, uh. if, if if this baseball thing doesn't work out for little William, he certainly has a career <laughs> in poetry. And then the other one, which was posted this morning, bashful bussin' bananas sleep under the cabana. <laughs> they wake up, one hits a split, the other gets hit. They pull a baby from the tree and name it Brianna. <laughs> It is totally random, and I don't care. I love that kid. Oh, I love him. He's fantastic. He well, is. Abby, if you are listening, mm -hmm. have him write, put it together in a book, yes. sell it, you'll be set for life. Yes, yes. And we'd like a politics one, because that would just be funny. So, oh, no, Let's not corrupt the kid this early. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough, fair enough. All right, I have a question for you. Uh -huh. And it's a trivia about a television series from one of our listeners He's been a regular listener for years and years and years. It's a great question, only because I love this show, too. Okay. <laughs> and it's been on re, uh, like rerun on one of the stations. Like, they played all the episodes. Okay. Name one of the two major characters from the television series Quantum Leap. I know Scott Bakula. Yes! I don't remember his character's name. Very good. You didn't? Did I say character? I'm an actor. I'm yeah, sorry. Scott Either Bakula. way, you got it. Yeah, Scott who Bakula. Is, who was his uh, cohort in that? Dean. Oh, Dean, it was Dean, Sto uh, Dean Stockdale. Or, yes. Or was it Dean Stockman? Yeah, he won Celebrity Stock Jeopardy like something. in 92 or 93. Yeah, yeah. He died just a few years ago. Dean Stockwell. Stockwell. Yes. Very good, Ian. Thank you. Yeah, he died okay. last year, last November, Was actually. it already? My gosh. Matter of wow. fact, he and Trebek, I think, died the same day or, or within a day of each other. Wow. Well, you know what they say. It always happens in threes, man. Or, excuse me. No, 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 no. Trebek was 2020. Stockwell died November of 01. So he's uh, he's only been gone for a couple months now, his okay. Mr. Stockwell. Oh, Okay. Of 2021? Yeah, at the okay. age of 85. Gotcha. Wow. Man. Okay, so Ian, uh, Cartridge World, by the way, is on Ambassador Row in the Ambassador Row Shopping Center, and they can save you lots of money. Yes, they can. On your printer cartridges. Okay, this was fun. We had a, a, a guy from, from, he's our number one app chatter, let's just be honest. Yes. John calls in with a little KPEL history. And then we had you ask me something I could actually answer. And and we got poetry about bananas and birds. Yes, bananas and birds. And then Quantum Leap. It's been one heck of a day at sea, sir. This update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Sunny skies and pretty hot today. Temperatures up to 93 degrees. We'll see our winds out of the southwest. Overnight, skies remaining partly cloudy. We'll see temperatures dropping back into the lower 70s. And the forecast for Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high temperature near 93. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, clear skies, 74 degrees here at KPEL. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now. Traffic. We've got a fender bender, Vero at Digby. That's Vero at Digby. And also a very important uh, news item that relates to traffic. All right. So when you drive over the Vermilion River Bridge on Penhook, 
Most of us just drive down there. We do our thing. We don't think anything about it. But apparently today between 9 and 11, they're going to raise the bridge several times. Oh, what fun. So think about this, people. All right. If you use Penhook, all right, at any time of the morning, if you're planning to use Penhook between 9 and 11 over the Vermilion River, that bridge, they're going to be lifting up the bridge several times between 9 and 11 today. So keep that in the back of your noggin. Don't get stuck in traffic. I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me on Thursday as we go to Shannon Hardware to celebrate their 150th anniversary. That's Thursday from 9 to 11 at Shannon Hardware in Broussard. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Twenty-four on a morning news. Bernadette Lee, Ian Oza. Hello, Ian. Good morning. Good morning, Bernie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you this morning? Are you spry? I woke up. That's a start. Yep, me too. Mm-hmm. Like to put that in the wind column. All right, in studio with us this morning, Louisiana State Police Troop I spokesman Thomas Gossin. Troop I is basically Acadiana. Uh, we have this gentleman on to talk safety on a regular basis. So, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Speaking of safety, we have we have seven new troopers at oh, Troop I. Yep. Wow. Yep. Okay. They, their first day was yesterday, so we welcomed them in. Yeah. Um, I'll be putting out some information on them this morning on our Facebook page. So excited about that and ex- very excited to have them. So, Absolutely. you know, after 23 weeks of, of training and it's intense, um, 51 individuals graduated. So we were very happy to uh, to welcome them to 
True buy. Wow. Okay, so how amazing is that? Because, you know, we had talked about, you know, there were kind of job, informal job fairs mm-hmm. kind of that were held at, mm-hmm. at True Buy for those who are post-certified and, right. and interested. So in the True Buy area, we'll be getting seven. We have now seven new. That's correct. Seven new people okay. uh, that are now qualified. And now, I, you know, they finished 23 weeks at, at State Police Academy. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be Again, started yesterday at Troop I, but that's going to be another, you know, 12, 14 weeks of in the field training with mm-hmm. field training officers. So going about their duties and learning, learning, learning the ropes the way, yeah. the way we do it here at Troop I. So, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a long process. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn. Uh, I admire the people that come in with zero police experience. I really do because yeah. it's, it's like drinking from a fire hose. It's uh, a lot, a I lot imagine. of information. And I'm sure, you know, obviously on the job training. And then I'm sure these men and women go home too and supplement that with their own continual instruction of, I'm sure, yep. or at least I'm thinking, you you guys must have some pretty thick manuals oh, yeah, yeah. and instruction <laughs> via the computer, Absolutely. I'm guessing. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a lot of lot of thick manuals, uh-huh. a lot of thick manuals. Uh, I have a whole case full of them. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it never stops because as soon as, you know, we're, 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 as an agency, we're growing. There's changes coming with new computer systems, new crash reporting systems. Oh, yeah. Um, everything's, everything's kind of evolving. So everything, it's just continuous learning. It, it never stops. Yeah. It never stops. I mean, every time the legislature holds a regular session, <laughs> you know, you've got, to, I'm sure, things that come out of there that may impact you guys. Yeah, I, I think more more of it has to do with technology and mm. other other you know as technology increases, um, you know we're we're very technology dependent. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's mm-hmm. it, there's a lot when the internet goes down. We we're scrambling. So you know it goes back to the old way of handwriting everything. So it's uh, but but it all has to be entered in later on. So, yeah, you know it, it's really a lot of work with it whenever that happens. So. We don't look forward to those days, but it did, no. you know, that's the problem with technology. It does fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know it here, right? It is while our computer over here crashes at KPL. So, uh, you know? No, no, <laughs> no not our come computer. On. Come on. <laughs> Ian, you okay? You didn't spit out your coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm doing my best to keep all, uh, all, all comments. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Notice we're laughing. <laughs> okay. So, no, really, I am the last person I know. That actually keeps the phone book that they drop off, mm-hmm. you know, once a year or once every two yeah. years or whatever. Just that makes in two case. Of us. You yeah. keep it too, Ian? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, nerd That's alert true. for both of us. I know some news anchors who keep it because it helps boost them in the anchor chair. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not mention any names. Oh, that's adorable. That's really cute. Um, you know, often we talk a lot about, you know, getting things prepared for the summer months in terms of our car trooper, but. You know, I've also been thinking a lot about hurricane prep because before we know it, and I mean, it doesn't matter really on the calendar. We say hurricane season starts on June 1st, but there's always some wave or another coming off of of Africa and meteorologists are constantly monitoring Um, for you. Like, do you have like a, a, a kind of a go to supply bag for your family? Do you recommend those kind of things, really? You, you know, as a as a police officer, we we have go bags, kind of like for all the time, uh, right? For yeah. all the time, just kind of emergency, grab this and go. So, mm-hmm. but you know, as far as for the family, it's really important. Like you said, actually, May first through May seventh was actually Hurricane Preparedness Week, and oh. you know, na- nationwide it was national. But you know that 
a lot of parts of the nation don't really yeah, care because they're not going to deal with it yeah. we, as, as we are. You know, I think stocking up now with batteries, having a couple of yes. cases of water, um, you know, we all know that there's supply chain issues going on now. So if you were waiting to the last minute, that's going to be multiplied. So the, the more you can do, the sooner the better. Um, plus, it's not going to hit, hit the wallet quite, quite as hard if you can buy little at a time, little mm-hmm. at a time. So I, would, I think that would be the important thing to do now is to start now. Um, it seems like the water is pretty warm out there in the Gulf. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I hate to say that. But, Me too. I, I um, understand you, though. You know, yesterday was a, was a hot one outside as well. You know, So we, I think we need to start getting ready for that. I think we Absolutely. do. I mean, even if any of the last few years have been any kind of, of indicator – you know, from the different storms that we've seen. And look, you said you said car getting your car ready. I think doing proper maintenance on that car is important as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. You know, you you're relying on that thing, and you never, you know, you never yep. change the oil, you never check the fluids, you never check the tire pressure, you never check tire tread, things like that. Just those little things that can leave you in a bind. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to really stay ahead of that. And mm-hmm. you, believe me, you're gonna you're gonna save yourself a lot of grief sitting on the side of the road. I stopped with 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 someone yesterday who had broke down between um Eunice and rain oh um, yeah you know, had a little child in the car with her so we sat there for an for an hour and a half before we were able to get somebody to come and and get it all get, together get, get her, get her, and I ended up having to get her towed away but but yeah. but you know um it was just one of those things you know but it was hot it was it was it was you know 92-ish 94 maybe my, my car was registered yeah. 93 so but it was all all of 93 I promise so, you know, it's important, but just to have bottles of water with yep. you is important. You know, I mm-hmm. always carry, in fact, I need to replenish now, right, because I used a lot of it yesterday. But, uh, you know, it's important just to have things like that. You know, if you've ever gotten stuck on the Basin Bridge or on the interstate anywhere. That is the exact hours. reason why I now carry water in my trunk constantly. Right. Five years ago, I did. I got stuck on the bridge. Luckily, it wasn't for too long. Mm-hmm. It was only about an hour and a half. But I was so thirsty, and I was like... Well, right. I'm so dumb. I, I say this, but do I do it? Throw a, throw a box of granola bars in the back, too. Yeah. You know, with it, some, something to eat as well. You know, So it's important to pr- prepare ahead. You know, yeah, very, definitely. Very much so prayer, prepare ahead. Okay, one of the things you got to remember, too, before we move on, and I know we're moving on. Look, uh, one of the things that comes in handy, which we may not think about, a lot of us have can openers that are those automatic things. You know, you might have that under the shelf, mm-hmm. or you got one of those little portable things because they're so inexpensive. Get yourself an actual hand crank can opener. And if you don't have one, please get yourself one. Because if a storm does strike and you're like, oh, I have all these canned goods, but they don't have that flip top thing, you can be out of luck. And here's the thing with that, Bernie. If you have a kid who is so used to using the electronic can opener, (laughs) or if you yourself are of a certain age and don't know how to use a manual can opener, learn and learn quickly. Because when you're without power... You are uh, you're completely out of luck when it comes to that. Now you mentioned uh, Thomas having extra water in the car and having and making sure that you're thirsty. If you have children in the back seat with you, and this happens, you're stuck on the road either during an evacuation because of a crash on the interstate, mm-hmm. and the kid has to go. Yep. What do you do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a couple things. A if it's a boy, that's real easy. You empty out one of them water bottles. Right. But uh, <laughs> if you have little girls, I'm just going to tell you, within my pack of things that are included in my go bag, 
<clears throat> there are devices you can purchase mm-hmm. very inexpensively mm-hmm. that assist ladies who may have to go to the ladies when there's not a ladies around. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put it at that. Four, four doors in your vehicle, get between two of them. There you go. And we get go. a bill for that yeah. one. <laughs> well, let's be realistic about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? I mean, we have to. We don't encourage public urination, well, of however. Of course not. But, you know, when it comes to your kids, poor little kids, sure. sometimes they can't sure. can't hang, can't Absolutely. hold it. You know? Absolutely. I know you have other safety issues to discuss yeah, this morning. You know, morning. I think uh, a lot of the questions I got in relation to the uh, alert yesterday that was yes. put out, um, a lot of the questions were, you know, what what's the criteria for? It's not an amber alert. Obviously, it's not an amber alert. There are criteria for other alerts, and and that is a silver alert. And so, when the person is missing with disabilities, it, but they have to have, you know, um, diag- some some type of credible diagnosis of of, yeah. of something, you know, like yeah. ha- something that impairs something that their impairs health. their judgment or their and health the, yeah. or something like that. You know, there's a credible threat there that their their safety is in, in danger or their health, you know, or something like that. So. And they have to be a senior citizen, I think, which, you know, I, it's, it, we, we qualify that as 60 and over, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I know a lot of times we get a question of, well, what if they're 50, mm-hmm. you know, what if they're 45, yeah, I, they're working right now on a system of, of whenever there's any type of disability, mental disability, mm-hmm. where they may fit in that criteria, that's actually in the works now. Yeah. Um, but the Amber Alert system is, you know, we, we try not to overuse this thing, unfortunately, while we were sleeping, there was another one that came out last yes. night from a different area of Louisiana. But, you know, there's a, certainly a criteria that has to be followed, and, it, and it's a pretty strict criteria. I mean, the, the, the agency, it's not done by state police. A lot of people think right, that state police was, is doing this, and they, we're not. We're spreading the information for the municipality that this is reported to. And right. it must be reported to this person. There must be someone at that agency that we're working with. Yes. We have to have pictures. We have to have certain descriptors there has to be certain things right there so that's that's the silver alert the amber alert is a little bit different um you know we have to have reasonable belief that the the there was an abduction that occurred it can't be a runaway right that's another thing that people don't understand about an amber alert it's not somebody that left on their own will that they they ran away it's that doesn't quit uh, qualify mm-hmm. the child has to be 17 years of age or under you know they have to believe that they're in some type of imminent danger um, there has to be enough descriptives out there about the victim or the abductor mm-hmm. um, to make this actual work that would actually aid in the recovery of the child. And the agency that, that's filing this, they have to have uh, entered the child's name into the National Crime Information Center, the NCIC. Correct. So yes. all these things have to be checked before we can do it. So a lot of people wonder, like, why it takes so long? Yeah, but, but because there are steps. The agencies have to do their part yeah. before we can can do that. And look, so many groups, the media came together years ago. Um, the media, Louisiana State Police, local law enforcement mm-hmm. folks. Uh, uh, I remember going to a couple of different meetings in Baton Rouge with Louisiana State Police because the Acadiana media delegation was 100 um, percent in support of this, as well as all of the other agencies. And they basically you know, looked at what other folks were doing and developed all of this. And that's how it works. Yep. Just, you know, if something like that has happened, you dial 911, you coordinate with your local law enforcement. And then, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time, mm-hmm. which can be very frustrating. But everything has to be documented. And then an amber alert for 17 and under is sent out. Mm-hmm. And again, a silver alert is for someone that is 60 and above. 
However, I know you guys are looking on uh, looking at some different guidelines. You know, one of the biggest age ranges, which people may not be aware of, who are beginning to experience dementia in greater numbers is females between 45 and 55. Mm -hmm. They're uh, actually becoming a lot of early onset cases. Right. Um, that have been diagnosed across the country. So that's why it's kind of, you know, things have to be always adjusted and looked at. It is. So, you know, our Amber Alert system started here in Louisiana in in October of 2002. Wow. 20 years. It's been a while. It's been a while. And and you don't realize it's that long. But, you know, it's there. There's a lot. The silver alert only started in 08. So several Mm -hmm. years after that, um, you know, we we probably put more. We do more silver alerts than we do amber alerts mm-hmm. because that's a, that's it, it is a rare case. It, it's not that that prominent that prominent if you will. Of a problem. I, I would mm-hmm. say, but if when you look at the national figures, you know, just in in NCIC, there was there was thirty uh, three hundred sixty five thousand kids that were missing nationwide that were entered into NCIC. You know, I mean, let that sink in, huh? Between 115 and 145 were uh, are non-family abduction cases, mm-hmm. which means that was a, there was an unknown person, or taken by you know someone they didn't know or not related to this child. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of people think, well, certainly that's a lot. Those are a lot of murders, and actually it's less than one percent. Actually, one in less than one in ten thousand. No are kidding. Actually, um, yeah, Gosh. those reported right. missing and murdered. So, you know, which is a great thing, right? I mean, we, mm-hmm. most of the time, you know, there's Children a positive outcome, yeah. hopefully. Mm-hmm. But uh, it it takes the help of people when we put that Amber Alert to get involved and yeah. to actually take the time just to read what we're putting out. Because mm-hmm. you know, without that, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't. And as a media group, we don't care. We just share it. If mm-hmm. you see it, I, mm-hmm. we don't care who you see it on. No, you know, make sure it's legitimate and share it. Uh, because those families are the ones that are waiting. Mm-hmm. They're hoping for that happy return. That's right. You know, right. please like I said, them. you know, if it was our family, you'd, yep. you'd certainly want somebody to get involved if it was your family. So Absolutely. Look at it that, such as that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much. Trooper Thomas Gossin has been joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that discussion. It is coming up now on 739. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. It is coming up now in 746. Okay, Ian, tell me, with this music that you are dancing around somewhere. Not until the let the sun shine in oh, part not, Okay, all right, so we have to wait for that part. Oh, 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 I don't know. Yeah, the dawning of the age of Aquarius really doesn't do much for me, but once <laughs> we get to let the sun shine in, that's my jam. You are hilarious. I love how you just run with my crazy ideas. All right, so joining us in studio this morning... Our city marshal, Reggie Thomas. Hey, good morning. Good, good morning. How you doing this morning? Weird. Morning, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Okay, so we wanted to have you come in and talk to us a little bit about um, an event that is coming up. So talk to us about the Reggie Thomas Police Memorial Fest to honor fallen Louisiana law enforcement officers. Um, talk to us a little bit about why you decided to do this. Um Every year, uh, if we lose an officer in the line of duty, uh, that officer uh, family can go to 
Washington, D.C., where they are honored and, and that officer name is put on a wall. Wow. You know, uh, in Lafayette, as when I was a uh, deputy chief, mm-hmm. uh, we lost an officer. Yeah. So I have experienced that uh, with the Millerbrook family. And mm-hmm. it meant so much not only to uh, the family, of course, but to the fellow officers and employees. So we try to get um, the, uh, the officers to also go uh, to that event. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is uh, the event took place last week, mm-hmm. and uh, we contacted cops, and cops is concerned uh, officers for police survivors. And what they do is they normally uh, pay towards a family going to Washington, D.C. Oh. And we wanted to assist them with a local, uh, if we had a local officer that was lost in the line of duty, which was uh, Youngsville uh, had an officer. So what we want to do with this event is all the proceeds is going to go to that organization who paid for that family to go. So we want to reimburse uh, that organization for our local officer um, family. And our local officer last week was put on that wall. Wow. Gosh, what an amazing tribute. So we can go to this event. And um, what do we need to know? It's the Ad Park International, but... Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, it's at Park International, and, and we have great entertainment. You know, we're going to have Gino Delafonse. We're going to have Curly Taylor. Awesome. The, the only thing we ask is we're asking for a $20 donation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's just, uh, you know, I have my Marshall's Cook team that I brag on all the time. <laughs> and uh, we'll be cooking uh, jambalaya. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we are have drinks out there. Uh, just have a good time. Uh, of course, you have a lot of law enforcement out there. Mm-hmm. And we just asking the community to come out to help us. And uh, like I said, the proceeds uh, for this will be to reimburse that family that went to uh, Washington, D.C., to see their loved one put on the wall. Mm-hmm. Ian? Now, Marshall Thomas, for those who may not be able to make it, how can they donate to the cause? Because this is certainly a worthy cause and certainly mm-hmm. one that needs donations outside of of this event. So how can people contribute if they want to make a monetary donation? We're asking to call the marshal's office. Call my office. It'll be uh, Erico 337-291-8723. 291-8723. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we're taking any sponsors. Uh, mm. And Stuller uh, already sponsored. Uh, oh, it, it's that's doing great. a major sponsor. So we are uh, any sponsors, in, uh, and you know we want to highlight our sponsors, and we want to talk about our sponsors. You know, uh, Acadiana comes up every time, really big. You yeah. Know? And this is National uh, Police Week, mm-hmm. and it ends on that Saturday when we're having our event. Mm-hmm. So you know we're going to be putting this out. We are asking uh, everybody to come out to to assist us and and. If you want to donate anything at all, uh, please contact my office. Again, it's 291-8723. So, guys, plan to be there. And if you can't, you like like we said, you can definitely still donate. Or if you'd like to, to make sure that something gets to the event, you can do that, too. And what, uh, what time are we kicking all of this off? We're starting at 4 p.m. Okay, 4 p.m. Uh, Gino will take the stand at 5.30, and then Curly will be after him. So we'll, we'll be out there uh, to about 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock. So, you know, we, are, we just want to have a good time. And, and law enforcement love to, to, you know, be with the community and, and have people come out. And I think uh, people will come out for this event. It's, it's a great event, uh, and the proceeds will be 
uh, going to cops. So we, we really want to, uh, you know, it might, it, you know, I, I always say, you know, some things you want to be an annual event. Mm-hmm. And but with this, you know, if we lose an office in our area, then we would have to do it. So, you know, this is one event that I, I, I wish we'd never have to do again. Absolutely. Right. Yes. But it's so vital and so needed. And it's an easy way to support local law enforcement. So four o'clock on Saturday in the afternoon and go to Park International and twenty dollars of a donation is a wonderful way to Watch two great groups, and you can support law enforcement that way. Well, we appreciate it, Marshall, so much. And uh, full support from all of us. You know that. We appreciate it. Always. Thank you all so much for having me this morning. You are quite welcome. It's coming up now on 752 on Acadiana's Morning News. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Lauren Simonetti, and this is the Fox Business Report. A choppy trading session with stocks finishing mix. Markets are awaiting key economic data on retail sales, which will be released on Tuesday. Retailers will be in focus this week as Walmart, Target, Home Depot, among others, will be reporting earnings results. The Dow rising 27 points, the Nasdaq down 142, S&P 500 down 16. And Spirit Airlines stock taking off and rising over 13% after JetBlue Airways said it's planning to make a hostile offer for the budget carrier. This after Spirit rebuffed its earlier bid. JetBlue is asking Spirit shareholders to reject a proposed $2.9 billion acquisition from Frontier Airlines. And Microsoft will be investing in its workers and will nearly double its worldwide budget for staff and increase stock-based compensation to keep employees as competition heats up and the cost of living rises. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. The Labor Department says there could be more than $163 billion in unemployment overpayments during the COVID lockdowns. And as with all government estimates, the actual cost is likely three to four times that amount. I mean, we would be approaching $1 billion in waste. The fraudsters, the identity thieves, they saw Democrats pumping billions of dollars into Americans' hands via the hopelessly broken unemployment system. It was Christmas, they could steal City Hall. Meanwhile, anyone speaking out about printing more dollars for COVID relief, well, they were said to put money before people. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Fox on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. Do you confuse state capitals and read too many celebrity gossip magazines? 
Well, if you answered yes, you may have what it takes to adopt a teen from foster care. Because teens don't need perfection, they need you. For more information, call 1-888-200-4005 or go to AdoptUsKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Is going to grieve in Buffalo. I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News President Biden's on his way to New York to call again for stronger gun control laws and meet victims' families days after a supermarket massacre. My mom was, was, laying, was laying on the ground. He went and reloaded. And he shot my mom again. His mother, Celeste Cheney, one of the 10 people murdered. Three were wounded, almost all of them black. The accused gunman's a white 18-year-old. Peyton Gendron, who was 18, practiced shooting from his car and traveled hours from his home in March to scout out the grocery store, according to diary entries he appears to have posted online. The Washington Post reviewed more than 600 pages of messages and reports that in February, Gendron picked Buffalo's Topps grocery store based on its local black population, identifying the store as, quote, attack area one. Fox is Tanya J. Powers. Sunday's church shooting in Laguna Woods, California, where one was killed, five injured, also being investigated as a hate crime targeting Taiwanese people. A shooting in Dallas, Texas's Koreatown section is also being probed as a hate crime. Three women at a hair salon were wounded. A suspect arrested early this morning. Opening statements start this hour, putting Michael Sussman on trial in a case stemming from special counsel Durham's investigation into the origins of the Trump-Russia probe. Sussman is charged with making a false statement to the FBI for allegedly telling former counsel James Baker he was not doing work for any client when he presented data that allegedly demonstrated ties between the Trump organization and Russia's Alpha Bank, which has ties to the Kremlin. Durham alleges Sussman after that meeting with the FBI billed the Clinton campaign. Fox's Brooks Singman, it's primary day in five states. I'm that bold voice. President Trump called out that we need to have in Washington, D.C. to represent our Pennsylvania values. Dr. Mehmet Oz in a close three-way Republican Senate race with Dave McCormick and Kathy Barnett. Finland's parliament just approved taking joining NATO. Sweden's also taking steps to join the alliance following Russia's Ukraine invasion. America's listening to Fox News. You know, every three seconds there is a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name, selling your personal information on the dark web, now, protecting your identity can be very easy thanks to LifeLock by Norton. No one company can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction of every business. But LifeLock, it's simple and easy to protect yourself. And you'll save up to 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just use the promo code Hannity. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? That's why Autism Speaks is teaming up with Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and delivering jobs to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Are you an HR professional, community leader, or business owner? Join us in creating a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. To learn more, visit AutismSpeaks.org employment. A bill to provide more aid to Ukraine has cleared a hurdle in the Senate, getting 21 more votes than the 60 needed to advance it, teeing up a final vote later in the week. The House 
already okayed the $40 billion in weapons and humanitarian assistance. Now, an update on the month-long standoff in Mariupol, a city Russia's nearly destroyed. Buses with hundreds of Ukrainian fighters were evacuated from the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol, taken to Russian-controlled territory. 53 were heavily wounded, and over 200 more were evacuated. They'll be exchanged for Russian prisoners of war. Now, it's unclear how many Ukrainian fighters may be left in the tunnels of that steel plant. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv, where Russia launched attacks overnight. Ukraine officials say one missile was shot down. In Germany, prosecutors are seeking a five-year sentence for an accused ex-Nazi guard who's 101, charged with being an accessory to murders at a World War II concentration camp. In Georgia, the condemned killer of an eight-year-old girl has borrowed some more time, not hours away now from lethal injection. The scheduled execution was set for Tuesday night for 68-year-old Virgil Presnell. He was convicted for killing the young girl and raping her 10-year-old friend after abducting them while they were walking home from school in 1976. Presnell's lawyer claimed her client has significant cognitive impairments that likely contributed to his crimes. She also claims Presnell suffered horrific abuse in jail. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. We are paying record gas prices again today. Regular up four more cents this morning. AAA's national average now four fifty-two per gallon. It is over four dollars in every state for the first time. In six states, it's over five bucks a gallon. Californians now paying six oh two. On Wall Street, we may see stocks surge at the opening bell. Dow futures are about four hundred points higher. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Move over razor. Hello, laser. Call Williamson Cosmetic Center for their laser hair removal special package pricing 337-735-3870. Let them help you get ready for summer. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 8.08 in the morning and 70, is it 76 or 77, Burn? What you have? So we're at 76 and sunny. 76 and sunny, and it's only going to get warmer. To quote the late, great Casey Kasem, we don't stop till we reach the top. And in Acadiana, yeah. that means the top of the thermometer. Yeah. High 93 today. Heat of the sea is pushing near triple digits. Mostly sunny with a 10% chance of showers. A full look at that forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the latest in the spoil banks dispute between Lafayette Consolidated Government and St. Martin Parish. The Army Corps of Engineers issued a cease and desist letter to LCG regarding the spoil banks in April. That's according to to a report by our partners at KATC. The cease and desist letter was sent regarding the project's, quote, apparent violation, end quote, of the Federal Clean Waters Act and the Rivers and Harbors Act. Last week, an LCG attorney responded to the letter by saying Army Corps investigators found no issues with the Spoil Banks project. The matter will go before a federal judge next month. We reached out to the Army Corps of Engineers to get clarification and comment on the situation, but officials there say they couldn't comment because they are party to the lawsuit. 8.3%. That was the inflation rate in April, according to the Consumer Price Index. How is that affecting Louisiana residents? Brooke Thorrington explains. Lauren Scott says two major factors driving inflation are the Russian invasion and supply chain issues. When you have supply chain issues, that means you have fewer supply of stuff. When you have a smaller supply of stuff, that means its price goes up, right? 
And as a result, the consumer price index goes up. Scott says if you're on a fixed income, you're having to do more with less. But there are economic forecasts offering some optimism. The, the forecasting firms out there believe this is transitory. It's going to go away. And we're going to get some relief next year. I'm Brooke Thorington. A Lafayette Parish man is facing an attempted second-degree murder charge in connection with a shooting. It happened Saturday afternoon around 6.15 on Marigny Circle. Deputy say Roel Rivera-Briones fired multiple shots at the victim. He missed. And Crowley State Police say the man for whom a silver alert was issued yesterday has died. State Police say they found the body of James Brode near Kinder. No other details about the case are available at this time. In Opelousas, a fire destroyed a local institution. Firefighters answered the call at Toby's Lounge on Union Street around 2.30 Monday afternoon. Nobody was injured. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. And you this morning in that case, we're hearing from the owners of Toby's. They say they hope to reopen sooner rather than later. It's just a matter of time. They say they'll keep people posted as to when they do reopen. Staying in Opelousas, another longtime restaurant is closing after 70 years in business. Frank's Po' Boys will shut down on May 28th. The owner says he and the landlord couldn't reach an agreement on purchasing the building. The owner also says he's tired of the ups and downs of the restaurant industry. The St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office has launched a new mobile app. The app allows you to report crimes, view news releases, and see the parish's most wanted suspects. Among other features... Uh, feature there. You can also get in touch, contact the Sheriff's Office directly through the app. It's free to download from the iTunes App Store and Google Play. At the state capitol, the state Senate is prepared to make a hefty investment in the state's infrastructure. David Grubb has the latest. We appreciate their commitment to doing what we've always advocated for, which is a comprehensive and balanced transportation agenda. State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson says the budget bill heading to the Senate floor this Thursday contains more than half a billion dollars for construction of a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge, extension of I-49 South, and a new Lake Charles Bridge, with an additional $150 million set aside for other projects. It isn't everything Governor Edwards was seeking, but it is a solid start. The reality is the more money we get, the more money we can leverage. Wilson says the administration will continue to work with the legislature on securing additional funding needed to see these projects to completion. I'm David Grubb. The bill that would double speeding fines on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is one step closer to passage. The House committee approved, or a House committee rather, approved Senator Paige Cortez's bill. The proposal also allows DOTD to set up traffic cameras to enforce speed limit on the bridge. No word on when the full House will consider that bill. Another Basin Bridge proposal is stalled. Representative Jonathan Goodo's bill to create a Basin Bridge commission and police did not clear committee. An effort to kill off a sales tax is dead. That's a temporary sales tax set to expire in 2025. The bill would have begun phasing out the tax next year. Opponents worried about the financial implications of the bill would, or opponents were worried rather, about the financial implications the bill would bring. Alexandria Representative Jay Luno argued the proceeds from that tax can fund major state projects. Norco Senator Gary Smith says getting rid of the tax would leave the next governor and the legislature with financial problems. We are spending this on non-reoccurring uh, expenses, a, a lot of this money, things like money going toward the, the Baton Rouge Bridge. I don't live in Baton Rouge, but we need it. So to me, that's why this doesn't make sense. Well, it's just going to be giving the money back, and it's going to put us in the unfortunate position of having to come back when this federal money dries up and the, and the hurricane money and the spending stops and, and we're going to be faced with the cliff sooner rather than later. Meanwhile, a House committee approves a bill that would outlaw discrimination based on hairstyle. David Grubb has that story. 
New Orleans Representative Candace Newell's legislation amends the discrimination law to include afros, dreadlocks, braids, and other styles with cultural significance or a style that's intended to protect hair texture. Shreveport Representative Sam Jenkins is in support. There's no good or bad discrimination. All of it is bad. Yeah. And we need to make sure that we are covering every base that we can. The measure passed on an 8-6 to six vote as two Republicans joined six Democrats to send the bill to the House floor. The House Labor Committee defeated a similar proposal earlier in the session. I'm David Grubb. And finally, Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball in action tonight against Nichols State. 6 o'clock first pitch at Teague Moore Field. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call on ESPN Lafayette. It's 8-14. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. Sunny skies and pretty hot today. Temperatures up to 93 degrees. We'll see our winds out of the southwest. Overnight, skies remaining partly cloudy. We'll see temperatures dropping back into the lower 70s. And the forecast for Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high temperature near 93. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, sunny in 76. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, traffic. East Cully Saloon at West Penhook, a stalled vehicle. That's East Cully Saloon at West Penhook, a stalled vehicle. A fender bender in Scott, West Willow at Debonair. That's West Willow at Debonair. And Park Center Street at Highway 90. They're going to be doing a little bit of uh, raising the bridge on West Penhook this morning. Penhook right over the Vermilion River between 9 and 11. They'll be raising the bridge multiple times. So, again, that's on Penhook over the Vermilion River. The bridge will be raised multiple times. Between 9 and 11, so keep that in the back of your traffic hat for this. I'm Ian Ozan. Join Bernadette Lee and me on Thursday as we go to Shannon Hardware to celebrate their 150th anniversary. That's Thursday from 9 to 11 at Shannon Hardware in Broussard. Tuesday morning, Bernadette Lee and Ian Ozan here this morning. Hello, how are you, sir, Ian? I am well. I am awake. I am doing good. And by the way, William's mother posted video of us reading the poem uh, in the last hour. <laughs> okay. It's now on Facebook. Uh, I'll have that story with the poetry and everything else coming up a little bit later <laughs> this morning. That sounds epic. <laughs> I love it. Okay, now on to one of the topics I've always been curious about. I'm like, hmm, what about this? So um, healthy living and prevention expert, Dr. Mark Sherwood, joining Ian and I on the line to talk about vitamins. Well, hey, Dr. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Bernie. Ian, great to be here with you guys. We appreciate to have the you. chance yeah, to talk to you. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about are we finding out more? Are they studying multiple vitamins and supplements more? And is there any studies that lately that we should be aware of as consumers? Yeah, there was one study recently that's kind of made national press. Um, first of all, you know, the supplement industry is about a hundred and fifty plus billion dollar industry, so it's quite large, you know. <laughs> uh, but the study was trying to determine, you know, the answer to the question: Are multivitamins uh, beneficial or not. And a long sh- 
short of that is this study had all kinds of holes in it because it did mm-hmm. not identify the uh, types of multivitamins, the amount of different vitamins and minerals within the multivitamins and the age group of the people, et cetera. So a lot of holes there, but the long and short of it is we do need to do something because of the deficiencies in the soil. The production methods have led to a lack of nutrient density within even a good diet. Okay, so I want to start out with vitamin D because every person I know, including myself, so like I have to take a vitamin D supplement a supplement in the morning and in the evening because I don't, I, I think the sun is really good because the sun makes you, makes stuff grow, but I don't like to be outside in it. Um, so I hear a lot of people are vitamin D deficient. That would be true. Uh, we've tested, um, you know, thousands of people in our days doing this and even retrospectively looking back at the D relationship with the hospitalization potential yeah. for COVID, we saw a massive, um, increase in susceptibility or likelihood of hospitalization with the vitamin D level below 30. And a lot of people are deficient these days. Uh, there's a couple different angles as to why. Uh, there's some genetic um, anomalies that can occur that sort of hinder vitamin D transportation, uh, synthesis, and even action. And then further, a lot of people they need to understand we're, we're toxic. So the skin is like a barrier a largest organ, but it also lets things out and keeps things in and puts things in. But the toxicity within us and our environment has probably led to the lessened synthesis of D from the sun. And then finally, you're right, a lot of people are inside more than they were um, years and years ago. So we do need to supplement with D, and we recommend about 5,000 IUs. We feel like that's a very safe number for, for people above 12. Okay. Huh. Ian? Now, for those who may be deficient, we've talked about vitamin D, but uh, vitamin B12 or even mm-hmm. vitamin C, how can you tell if you're deficient yeah. in those categories? And are there ways that, aside from taking a multivitamin, that you can boost your vitamin intake? Yeah, there is. Um, we do a test called a micronutrients test. And so we have a saying, you know, tests don't guess. Don't just get a bunch of stuff and, and, and like mud, throw it against the wall and see what sticks because you're going to waste your money. You know, people spend on average uh, over $50 a month on this kind of stuff. So, you know, money is hard to come by, especially when you're trying to buy your gas for your car, right? So, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, you want to make sure that you take what you need and you need what you take. So, you know, it, it is good to test. But primarily, if a person can, um, do everything you can to get a good, balanced, whole food diet. Okay. Now, when you say that, what does that mean? Because it always scares me because when I see any kind of food, I wholly want to eat it. And I'm thinking, (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking most of those categories, chili dogs are probably not in the whole food category but can i have some carbs at least yeah so this is a big big question (laughs) i tell people that you know if it's um if you can imagine it growing on a tree from the ground under the ground um, Uh or swimming in a stream or walking through the garden in the garden of eden it's probably food um but if you can't imagine that it never was food. So, you know, to your chili dog analogy, um, I, I, I hate to inform people, breaking news, there was no chili dog trees Aww. in the Garden of Eden. I asked, Ooh. darn it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ian, I know you have more. Now, I, we're, we're talking about vitamins and the whole food diet, but for those who are like, eh, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> there are still people who are my age who think Flintstone vitamins are the way to go. <laughs> Can a Flintstone vitamin give you the nutrients you need, or is that not enough? Well, um, you know, Fred and Barney, great people, but um, obviously that, that vitamin is not going to give you what you need. No, you need to get a very, very good quality. Uh, again, do your best to eat well. At least try to get one meal a day that's, that's good quality. And then a couple things you can look for on the, the labels is you, you want to look for the, the RDAs trying to hit at least 100% or more. That's a very, very bottom dollar minimum. And secondly, on the label, you want to look for standardization quality symbols such as something called CGMP, as an example, Certified Good Manufacturing Practices. Companies do that to increase their um, um, specificity and their standardization process to show their, their high quality. Oh. Now, in terms of diet, we've talked about that, but can exercise help boost your vitamin mm. intake? Good question. On one hand, it's not going to actually boost the intake because it doesn't create vitamins itself exercise. However, on the other hand, it does increase the viability and workings of processes in the body. So your body works better when you exercise with circulation, and therefore you get better synthesis of those things inside of you, these non-essential vitamins that are created inside the body. So when we talk about exercise, are we talking about doing the 60 minutes with heavy weights, doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger routine, or is it just basic walking or basic activity? You know, we've told people, find out what you like to do as far as movement and move more and sit less. Um, we need to do um, weight training or some type of resistance training, even with body weight about three times a week. But I tell people from a just a movement standpoint, set yourself a minimum of 150 minutes per week of dedicated activity, whether that be walking, biking, jogging, whatever, and try to hit that every week or more. So um, Dr. Mark Sherwood is joining us. I feel so much better because see, like 150 like minutes, I, I could do that, I think. Yeah, you want to kind of set goals in the way that are failure proof. A lot of times we set these unrealistic and maybe even unhealthy goals of saying, you know, I'm gonna start the gym on Monday morning. By the way, Monday never comes, it seems like, <laughs> but um, then I'm gonna be there every morning at 3.30 a.m. and gonna work out for two hours and you haven't been doing anything. That is an unrealistic uh, failure predictable goal. So set the goals with a failure proof mentality. Set them so low, I'm not being funny with this, but set them so low that you can't see yourself failing and that builds better habits and better success patterns as you go through life. So for example, if I want to start by saying, I'm going to start walking by walking to the refrigerator. <laughs> Is that as low as we're talking? Well, yeah, something like that. But in your case, you might say, I'm going to put my tennis shoes on. I'm going to walk to the refrigerator and back to where my couch is without sitting down 15 times. There you go. And you got it. Huh. See, I like this. You're so like, I love you because you're just so like, <laughs> you're, you're just, it, it's basic, but it's so um, encouraging, which I think is, is superhuman, you know? Yeah. We need more encouragement these days, don't we? I mean, oh. a lot of times we. 
look at our, our physical health in America, and it's, it's terrible. We know that. We know we need to do something different. But we also know that we have more weight loss plans and more fad things around in this country than any other country, and they still don't work. So we need to get back to common sense, um, basic things that work. And, and that's why we've been so, we've been so blessed uh, by God and so successful over the years just to, to, to really meet people where they are and try to improve their, their health status with a little bit of encouragement and hope. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Dr. Mark Sherwood has been joining us. Hey, thank you so much for your advice and your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank All you, Dr. Right. Sherwood. Yeah, this, wow. Okay, so I actually feel so much better about myself because, I mean, that that sounds like attainable stuff. Like, I could do that. It is, and that's the thing. You have to realize it's attainable, and he's right. It, it sounds like he's joking and that we were making fun of it. But you do have to set your goals mm -hmm. awfully low to get somewhere. That's how I wound up losing my weight a couple of years ago mm -hmm. is that you have to set the bar so low that you don't screw it up. And mm -hmm. then from there, you can start raising the bar and go. The hardest part is maintaining it after you oh, see yeah. that level of success. Absolutely. But, but again, at that point, that's where, okay, set the bar low again and then just keep working from there. Now, you see, my whole life I've been able to set the bar low for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, we got more coming up on Acadiana's Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. Cape News Talk 96.5, Cape Hell, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hell News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hell News Center. It is 8.32 in the morning, 77 degrees in Lafayette right now. Mostly sunny and hot today with a high of 93, 10% chance of showers. Heat indices approaching triple digits yet again. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a little bit for News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the latest in the spoil banks dispute between Lafayette Consolidated Government and St. Martin Parish. The Army Corps of Engineers issued a cease and desist letter to LCG regarding the spoil banks in April. That's according to a report by our partners at KTC. The cease and desist letter was sent regarding the project's quote apparent violation end quote of the federal clean waters act and the rivers and harbors act last week an lcg attorney responded to the letter by saying the army corps of engineers found no issues with spoil banks projects the matter will go before a federal judge next month we reached out to the army corps of engineers they said they couldn't comment because they're a defendant in the lawsuit 8.3 percent that was the inflation rate in april according to the consumer price index How's that affecting Louisiana residents? Brooke Thornton explains. Lauren Scott says two major factors driving inflation are the Russian invasion and supply chain issues. When you have supply chain issues, that means you have fewer supply of stuff. When you have a smaller supply of stuff, that means its price goes up, right? And as a result, the consumer price index goes up. Scott says if you're on a fixed income, you're having to do more with less. But there are economic forecasts offering some optimism. The, the forecasting firms out there believe this is transitory. It's going to go away. And we're going to get some relief next year. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Bernie, we're just getting some breaking news into the newsroom right now. Uh, Iberia Parish Councilman Marty Trahan, representative of District 13, has been on the parish council for the last 10 years, uh, apparently has died overnight, according to a Facebook post by Iberia Parish President Larry Richard. That post says, sending prayers to my friend Marty Traha and all his family. Marty will be truly missed. He was an awesome public servant, always trying to help. 
Again, just into the newsroom, Iberia Parish Councilman Marty Trahan, dead at the age of 58. Mm. That according to Iberia Parish President Larry Richard. We'll have more details about that mm -hmm. throughout the morning as they become available. Mm -hmm. A Lafayette Parish man is facing an attempted second-degree murder charge in connection with the shooting. It happened Saturday evening around 6.15 on Marigny Circle. Deputies say Roel Rivera-Briones fired multiple shots at the victim. He missed. In Crowley, state police say they have found an elderly man who had been missing for the last few days. The, the body of James Bro found near Kinder early this morning. Silver Alert was issued yesterday after he had gone missing on Friday. Uh, no details about Bro's death are yet available. State police still investigating. Also in Acadia Parish, two suspects accused of trying to steal catalytic converters are in custody. Deputies say they caught Chet Miller and Mona Obey in the act of trying to steal a catalytic converter early Friday morning. Deputies also say they found drugs on the pair. In Opelousas, a fire destroying a local institution. Firefighters answered the call at Toby's Lounge on Union Street around 2.30 Monday afternoon. Nobody was injured. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. The owners say they hope to reopen soon. Another longtime restaurant is shutting its doors. Frank's Po' Boys will close on May 28th after serving Opelousas for 70 years. The owner says he and the landlord cannot reach an agreement on purchasing the building. He also says he's tired of the ups and downs of the restaurant industry. The St. Martin Parish Sheriff's Office has launched a new mobile app. The app allows you to report crimes, view news releases, and see the parish's most wanted suspects, among other features. It's free to download from the iTunes App Store and Google Play. At the state capitol, the state senate is prepared to make a hefty investment in the state's infrastructure. David Grubb has the latest. We appreciate their commitment to doing what we've always advocated for, which is a comprehensive and balanced transportation agenda. State Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson says the budget bill heading to the Senate floor this Thursday contains more than half a billion dollars for construction of a new Mississippi River Bridge in Baton Rouge, extension of I-49 South, and a new Lake Charles Bridge, with an additional $150 million set aside for other projects. It isn't everything Governor Edwards was seeking, but it is a solid start. The reality is the more money we get, the more money we can leverage. Wilson says the administration will continue to work with the legislature on securing additional funding needed to see these projects to completion. I'm David Grubb. The bill that would double speeding fines on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge is one step closer to passage. A House committee approved Senator Paige Cortez's bill. That proposal allows DOTD to set up traffic cameras to enforce the speed limit on the bridge. No word on when the full House will consider it. Another Basin Bridge proposal stalled in committee. Representative Jonathan Gudo's proposal to create a Basin Bridge commission and police force did not advance. An effort to kill off a temporary sales tax is dead. That tax would, will expire in 2025, but the bill in question would have begun phasing out the tax next year. Opponents worried about the financial implications the bill would bring. Alexandria Representative Jay Luno argued the proceeds from that tax can fund major state projects. Norco Senator Gary Smith says getting rid of the tax would leave the next governor and legislature with financial problems. We are spending this on non-reoccurring uh, expenses, uh, a lot of this money, things like money going toward the, the Baton Rouge Bridge. I don't live in Baton Rouge, but we need it. So to me, that's why this doesn't make sense. Well, it's just going to be giving the money back and it's going to put us in the unfortunate position of having to come back when this federal money dries up in the and the hurricane money and the, the spending stops and, and we're going to be faced with the cliff sooner rather than later. Meanwhile, a House committee approves a bill that would outlaw discrimination based on hairstyle. David Grubb has that story.
New Orleans Representative Candace Newell's legislation amends the discrimination law to include afros, dreadlocks, braids, and other styles with cultural significance or a style that's intended to protect hair texture. Shreveport Representative Sam Jenkins is in support. There's no good or bad discrimination. All of it is bad. And we need to make sure that we are covering every base that we can. The measure passed on an eight to six vote as two Republicans joined six Democrats to send the bill to the House floor. The House Labor Committee defeated a similar proposal earlier in the session. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team hosts Nickel State in the final midweek game of the regular season. First pitch tonight at 6 o'clock at Teague Field at Russo Park. Jay Walker, Brad Topham have the call on ESPN Lafayette. If you got your hopes up after Drew Brees tweeted about coming out of retirement, well, cool your jets. Saints head coach Dennis Allen says the future Hall of Famers tweets were most likely made in jest. Speaking of Saints head coaches, former head coach Sean Payton has signed a new contract to join Fox Sports as an NFL analyst. This comes after the New York Post reported that Drew Brees and NBC had parted ways. Will the Saints dynamic duo be, will be reunited in Fox? Well, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world will never know. Powerball jackpot up to $101 million after nobody won the big one last night. That $100 million prize up for grabs tomorrow. Mega Millions tonight worth $112 million. Maybe you will get lucky this evening. And finally, Bernie, mm-hmm. uh, actually a couple of band finalists here. As we go to the mailbag right quick mm-hmm. before uh, we close the show. Uh, let's see. Don Ho said he just passed the Rockefeller Wildlife Refuge on his way to Johnson Bayou. Getting a good skip on the frequency this morning. Woo-hoo. So he was still able to listen to 96.5 all the way out in Cameron Parish. Cell data not great down there, so at least he was able to catch us before he uh, before he lost the signal, if he lost the signal. Uh, Scott <laughs> from Plazon says uh, he's in Alabama for three weeks listening on the app. Alabama! Okay. Alabama. Mm-hmm. He can't tell you what the traffic is like in Plazon, Sanuba, but traffic in uh, Rehoboth, Alabama. Rehoboth, Alabama. That's R-E-O-H-B-E-T-H for those of you keeping score at home, is light and flowing good. Temperatures of 80 degrees, expected high of 93. So, yeah, Alabama, just as hot as uh, it's been here. Gunny, out of West Baton Rouge Parish, responding to what Thomas Gosson was talking about earlier. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Mm. And John Dozant checks in. He says, every time I use an electric can opener, going back to that conversation, I think of the opening scene of Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Whatever, the Einstein for Einstein's food. The dog's yes. name was Einstein. Yeah. Hey, I knew something that I think it took you a moment to think of. Yeah, it took me a second for it to get it to click. So, yes, give yourself a bell there. Okay, tiny bell. Ooh. <laughs> and let's see. Let's, One day uh, you'll be old, too. No. Look, I, watching Jeopardy last night made uh-huh. me realize uh, how my recall has gone eh, you know. out of whack. All right, Bernie, you ready for some animals run amok? Yes. All right, let's see. We have a couple of them here. Would you like to start in California, mm. in England, in mm. uh, Florida, or New York? Okay, let's go with New York. Let's see what's going on there. All right, so okay. the State the Department of Environmental uh, Conservation got a call, and they had to rescue an animal from a backyard in the southern Adirondacks. Oh, what happened? Female young cow moose. Oh, 500-pound animal mm-hmm. had been okay. on the loose for several weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it got stuck in a horse paddock before it jumped over a fence with ease. The animal followed the Mohawk River east for five days and kept heading east mm-hmm. until it was spotted near Schenectady Community College. Schenectady. <laughs> love that name. That girl was looking for some, <clears throat> some co-eds. From Schenectady. <laughs> uh, the young moose eventually found herself inside a shaded, fenced-in backyard located in uh, a neighborhood in Schenectady. Uh, I told you. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> so the moose, the good news, the moose was calm. Uh, they mm-hmm. were able to wrangle her rather easily mm-hmm. and then bring her back to She's the like, wild. I like a man in the uniform. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, that's all I get for you from you on that? Wow. I, it, it took a while. <laughs> okay, maybe Jeopardy isn't the right list, litmus test, as Brandon Como says. Maybe it's waking up. Maybe I need some coffee. Uh, I just love to mess with you. Yes, uh, a moose loving a man in uniform. So many jokes, so little time. <laughs> Let's go to Florida. Janice Fernandez's station, Channel 10 out in Florida. I forget the call letters, W uh, PMG or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, a Florida couple was sitting down for breakfast. Yeah. They looked out the window and into the backyard. What do yes. you think they saw? Uh, a kangaroo. Not that strange for Florida. Okay. Not that kinky. Okay. Uh, runaway dog. An alligator. Oh, oh, yeah. Gosh, okay. Hello. Yeah, it, it's Florida. It's common. Uh, they yes. were uh, they were eating breakfast, and they were hoping the gator didn't want to eat them for breakfast <laughs> as it walked by their window. Uh, the couple assumes that it came from a pond not too far from their house, and their gate was open because it's broken. They called uh, wildlife officials. They came by. Two trappers came out. Uh, they determined the alligator qualified as a nuisance, so they captured him and brought him to a new home at a farm in West Palm Beach. Hopefully, he doesn't run away from there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to England for this one. A mm-hmm. wedged hedgehog. Oh, wow. Had to be rescued from a goalpost hole on a soccer field. <laughs> Golly. What happened to this poor little dude? So the RSPCA said some teenagers were playing on the field. They heard something weird, so they Aww. lifted the plastic cap over a hole, and there was a hedgehog tightly wedged in. Apparently, Aww. Sonic was looking for gold rings and right? went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> so was he? did they save him? Yes, they saved him. They were able to pry the hedgehog loose. They had to improvise because they couldn't get the fingers in. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they wound up getting a cat carrier pole, squeezed it in. It was thin enough, and out popped Sonic the Hedgehog. And lastly, in California, a sea lion, Uh previously rescued from a highway, gets itself in trouble again. Oh, what is the deal? Where's the sea lion? SeaWorld Rescue in San Diego Uh had to. Go to a storm drain. This same seal who was rescued on January 7th from Route 94 Mm -hmm. got himself caught in a storm drain under the National City Bridge exactly three months after Uh his escapade on the the highway. Wow. So rescuers said the storm drain would have led back to the freeway to the same spot Uh where the sea lion was rescued previously. Yeah, something's going on there. I mean, we don't know what it is, but surely there's like a sea lion that they love who must have passed by there. I don't know. That seems kind of sketch to me. I don't know. Maybe he wants to escape uh, SeaWorld and go back to East L.A. I don't know. Um, Maybe. <laughs> so uh, so the sea lion, by the way, is uh-huh. named Freeway. Oh. Uh, he was rescued and brought back to SeaWorld. Uh, oh, you gotta they just wanted to be safe, well. says the SeaWorld folks. Yeah. But who oh. knows where he's trying to go. A freeway of love. Your news update is brought to you by <laughs> Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Well played. Take a look well at fern.com. And a pink Cadillac. Mm. Sunny skies and pretty hot today. Temperatures up to 93 degrees. We'll see our winds out of the southwest. Overnight, skies remaining partly cloudy. We'll see temperatures dropping back into the lower 70s. And the forecast for Wednesday, mostly sunny and hot with a high temperature near 93. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. 
Sunshine, 79 degrees. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Okay, we've got a stalled vehicle, West Congress at Gilbo. That's stalled vehicle, West Congress at Gilbo. And don't forget, we've been telling you about this. An app alert went out. The Pinhook Bridge over the Vermilion River. It's going to be continually opened and closed between 9 and 11 today. Hey, we don't make it. We just report it. So the Pinhook Bridge, right? La, la, la. You're driving down Pinhook. There's the Vermilion River and there's the Pinhook Bridge. And it apparently is going to be raised and then, you know, closed and raised all between 9 and 11 today. So make sure you're ready for an alternative route. Please. Fill up your coolers this weekend with seltzers and canned cocktails. Great prices. Find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly and you must be 21. Alrighty, and they are bad. They are nationwide. In Ohio, a man there called uh, the police to report his truck had been stolen. The police found it, but they also discovered that that guy who had called... Well, apparently he had he'd stolen that truck from some other guy <laughs> five days before. I was expecting to say they found meth or something in the truck. I <laughs> no. wasn't expecting that he reported stolen the truck he stole. <laughs> I love people. All right, let's talk about what happened in Massachusetts. A 60-year-old woman who should certainly know better mm-hmm. was pulled over. When the officer asked her for a driver's license, she handed him a receipt for her vodka. <laughs> she subsequently failed multiple sobriety tests. I bet she did. She was arrested. I bet she did. Okay. A 28-year-old Kentucky guy broke into a score a store last week wearing a homemade mask. He stole guns and cigarettes. Police uh well, they were able to catch him because apparently He took a selfie and put it on social media. Ah, good job, guys. Okay, can I I make a point here? Yes, yes. Kids, if you're going to do something stupid, don't put it on the Internet. (laughs) That is why you are here today, because your parents most likely did some stupid stuff, but they didn't have the phones to hold the evidence. Right. And finally, let's go to Oregon. Earlier this month, a dispatcher at 911 Got a call from a man, and he said, hey, where can I buy some marijuana this morning? Well, a couple things wrong with that. It was 941 at night, and the dispatcher asked him, hey, do you realize you just called us at 911 to ask us where he could buy some marijuana? She goes, no. But um, he said to her again, where can I buy some marijuana this morning? So she sent an officer out. To check on him. Nice job. Nice job. And finally, as we're wrapping up here, a mysterious comment about our story about the lady who was driving drunk. And instead of her license, she gave the policeman her receipt for vodka. Uh, One Brandon Como says that vodka is sneaky. Yes, it is. But tequila is sneakier. By the way, he also said, my next post, uh, Ian's next post, the story behind Pinhook Road. By the way, the story behind the name of Pinhook Road and the stories of all the other, of some (laughs) other Lafayette Road names already at KPL965.com. Of course. It's it's there already. God willing, if the checks don't bounce, (laughs) we're back tomorrow from 6 until 9. I'll be here. Bernie will be here. We trust you'll be here, too. Please, please come back. All right. So today's sunny and hot. 
Big surprise. High at 93, mostly clear, low at 72. Until we are able to chat again. Yes, it's hard. I find it hard myself. Can we try to love one another? Amen. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. The Labor Department says there could be more than $163 billion in unemployment overpayments during the COVID lockdowns. And as with all government estimates, the actual cost is likely three to four times that amount. I mean, we would be approaching $1 billion in waste. The fraudsters, the identity thieves, they saw Democrats pumping billions of dollars into Americans' hands via the hopelessly broken unemployment system. It was Christmas, they could steal City Hall. Meanwhile, anyone speaking out the Petroleum Club has such COVID relief. Well, they were said to put money before people. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Farr on News Talk 96.5 KPEL and streaming live at KPEL96.5.com.